Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Oh, uh, what's new, J Dubs? Yeah, hanging out. It's the hideout. <laughs> Welcome into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Congratulations. You already know about it. I am Al Hefe, and that is J Dubs. And we encourage you to participate. 407 and Star1041. On your singular wireless phone, that's how you become a part of the hideout. Um, Tommy Bateman is our director. He's manning the talk and roll controls. He's also talking to you and sending it on to me if it's any good. The AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Again, that is Real Radio Hideout. And he's responsible for the content on RealRadio.fm, the hideout page. Nice. Uh, that is Putin, the unpaid producer. He's the one who screens your phone calls at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Deuce Childeron is in Chunks' cage. And Chunks is out, uh, the executive producer of The Hideout. Chunks is out at Harry Potter. It's the opening of Harry Potter. And Chunks is at the Altamont Springs 18 AMC, I believe. Handing out a whole bunch of tchotchkes. Here's what you got to say to Chunks. you got to say, hey, Chunks, you kid-toucher, stay away from Potter. So yes, everybody has to go out there and say, hey, Chunks, you kid-toucher, stay away from Potter. Uh, you can uh, recognize what he looks like because he's wearing the big uh, hideout sandwich board. He's got the hideout sandwich board. And two, he has the hideout Be Somebody t-shirts. He has hideout hats, real radio hats. A lot of prizes for you out the Altamont Springs 18, um, and it's uh, the Harry Potter movie. So he's out there. Go see Chunks and win some prizes. He's only going to be there for 30 minutes. So if you're right there on 436 right now, go in there, yell that at him, and he'll give you a prize. I'm hoping to talk to him in uh, just a little bit. Um, J-Dub, so much to get done in the hideout tonight. As usual, Friday night in the second hour, we'll talk to Mark St. Amant, who is our, our fantasy football expert. He's on ESPN Classic. He's written a book, uh, Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. He also has the website, uh, thesportsrag.com. He'll come into the hideout, talk, uh, take your fantasy football questions as well as ours. So that comes up in the second hour of the hideout this evening. Third hour reserved for the hideout headline game show, and that's whenever we recap the day's events and give you prizes if you know it, right here on Real Radio 104.1. Then, J-Dubs, it is Friday night, so that means the open-door policy for anyone who has ever wanted to visit a radio station, see what Dubs and I look like for some unknown reason. Anything else, you come on up to the Clear Channel Compound, 2500 Maitland Center Parkway, from 10 to 11 o'clock. We invite you in, 
and uh, really want you to be a part of the show. Tonight, special show, because Chunks, when he's done with Harry Potter, will be stunting. Our Hideout Fantasy Football League is on uh, the website, realradio.fm, and two stunts out of the Helmet of Pain. He will be doing the Rug Burns. Helmet of Pain. And he will also be doing the Lemon Eye Drops. Helmet of Pain. So Chunk's two stunts tonight for the heretics and heretics who come up uh, and visit the hideout right here in Real Radio 104.1. Another thing I want to get into tonight, J-Dubs, we didn't do it. We've only done it once, and I want to do it again. The hideout political pun to improv. That's where Dubs and I pick a side, either Republican or Democrat. We kind of flip a coin, see who has to take the political side, the uh, Republican side, who has to take the Democrat side, and we have to each uh, argue our sides as best of our ability. Just a way here in the hideout to be all inclusive. Mm. And we will argue whether or not we should pull out of Iraq because the GOP has decided, hey, on the House floor, we're going to vote. Do we pull out now? It's kind of a stunt. Wow. We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, in fact, they could be. I think they're doing it right now. So we'll get into that a little bit. Also, too, J-Dubs, uh, the University of Miami, known for just uh, great athletics, specifically baseball and, more importantly, football. Well, some of the football players who live in a certain dorm on the seventh floor have put together a nine-minute rap song that quote, let me see, what's the quote? Makes two life crews sound like the Mormon ta- tabernacle? Tabernacle. Tabernacle choir. <laughs> we were listening to this thing. We were editing this thing back in the uh, in the office. You know what? I don't even want to tease it because I'm afraid. We'll just play it after 10 o'clock. When yeah, it's a, it's a pretty dirty song. What they did was uh, they, they went into some kind of studio, made a rap song, and we're very vile and uh, just dirty during it. So we got that. By the way, reminding you, Chunks is out with the Hideout Sandwich Board at the Altamont Springs Movie Theater, 18, right there at the mall. And he has uh, he has Hideout uh, Be Somebody t-shirts and hats. And all you got to do is go up to him and say, hey, Chunks, you kid toucher, stay away from Potter. All right, Lionfire's telling me he saw Potter today at 1230 and it was epic. And Myro says, I'm a high schooler, and J-Dubs touched me. So, whatever. What? But, Dubs, you had something you wanted to bring up right off the bat. Well, yeah, we've uh, we've always uh, talked about what the best place, uh, like a workplace where you see hot chicks all the time, and like uh, like there's always hot chicks working at Hooters or at a... Uh... Well, the thing that we specifically talked about with that, Dubs, was what was it more of a conquest did you think to have sex with? Was it more of a conquest to have sex with maybe like a Hooters chick or a stewardess, or a nurse, or, or a stripper, t- or a teacher, or a stripper. Like, where does it rank in yeah. the grand scheme of things? Well, I found this list: uh, the top ten jobs to pick up chicks at. Like, uh, if you're holding a job somewhere, where are you going to meet the most chicks, and where are you going to be able to pick them up the most? All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Do you think I can get this? Yeah. So if you're a dude working someplace. Where's the best place to work to pick up chicks? Radio station. Radio station did not make the top ten list. Oh, it's worked for me. I always go to line four. Line mm-hmm. four is usually where I like to call my whore. Whore line. You have line three, line whore, line five. And line, line six, never pick them up because it's a fat red-haired chick. Always. 
All Big right. gums. All right, Looks top, like a horse. All right, top ten jobs if you're a dude to get chicks at. All right, 407-916-1041, We'll take your guesses. All right, I'll play along with this. Okay, where, uh, where do you think uh, if you were working you'd uh, be able to find a hot chick? Hmm. All right, if it's not a radio station... <laughs> Let me see. It's not a radio station. All right, here's one. Here's one that I I wanna at some point I wanna be this. So I gotta figure. Uh, and I I I wanna be it, but I don't feel I'm I'm qualified yet to do it. And that's be a personal trainer. I'd love one day to be a personal trainer. And I gotta know. I've even worked at a gym before. A personal trainer has to get a lot of ass. Number ten on uh, all the all the uh, jobs in the world. Number ten. Personal trainer didn't make the list. Yes. And uh, you can pick up a lot of chicks as a personal trainer. Yeah, do show their own. I got a guess, and I'm pretty sure it's number one, if you don't care if I'm right with that. Okay, go ahead. I'm thinking bartender. Bartender is not number one, but it did make the list. All right, John in Orlando, you were going to say bartender? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Where uh, Are you a bartender? Do you know for sure? I mean, have you done this before, or was this like a guess for you? No, I mean, I've worked in a lot of restaurants before uh, and some nightclubs here and there, and bartender always pulling, you know what I mean? Uh, who do you think it's more, John, the bartender or the bouncer? Uh, I don't know. Ask me the bartender. Ask me the bartender because the bartender can hook you up with free drinks. But if it's one of those clubs where it's very exclusive and chicks want to get in and they can go straight, True. To, the, straight to the front of the line, it's all about acts. Because here's the thing. you got to get into the club. And you're more than likely, if you're a chick, you're going to find some dude, sucker some dude into buying you a drink, I would think. All right, thank you, John. Sorry, buddy. Uh, sorry that uh, Deuce Childerone chump- trumped you. Hmm. Yeah, but they don't have places like that here, Hefe. Anyone can get in anywhere here. Is that true? There aren't exclusive If they haven't turned there? me down yet, I don't think they're turning well, I mean, down. And, and there's long lines still at some places, so, I mean, you can skip the line uh, if you're... If you're friends with the bouncer and sometimes or that's even, sleeping with them. That's even better, Dubs. You bring up a good point. That's even better than, like, getting in if it's an exclusive place, like maybe they have in Manhattan. Because there's something to be said. It makes you feel important when you can skip that long-ass line at Antigua and just walk right up and get in. Have you ever uh, been denied when you were supposed to be on a list? Oh, And yeah. you, uh, you skip the line, and then everybody's yelling at you, calling you an uh, a-hole and everything? Now, I'll tell you this much, Dubs. Uh, even places where we will go a lot mm-hmm. as uh, radio personalities, I will still stand in line and not try to use the "Hey, I'm a radio guy" thing, just for the fear that I'll get turned back, and then people heckle me, heckle me on the way. I, it's happened to me before, and I was so pissed. I, I was supposed to be put on a list, and I wasn't. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. But bartender was number two right. on the uh, all-time. Uh, jobs to pick up chicks at. All right. Um, all right. Let's go over to uh, Darkness in Virginia. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Darkness? Hey, what's up, guys? What you got, dude? Uh, lifeguard. All right, Lifeguard. Is Lifeguard in the top ten, J-Dubs? Lifeguard is on the top ten. It's number seven. Wow, good job, Darkness. All right, yeah. Lifeguard, is it all about well, you're saving at, lives? Or? Oh, no, you're, all, you're at the beach all day and everything, and you, the girls out there are usually hanging out all day, and some of them are drinking. You're able to uh, kind of schmooze a little bit. And Plus, probably, too, those guys are better looking than your average guy, or, like, have better bodies. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get laid by default anyway, you know what I mean? And they're always up on that big perch. That big perch looks so prestigious. It's like a, a big throne. Yeah, like Stalin. Mm-hmm. Just up there, almost powerful. 
blowing that whistle that pisses you off every day? Get back from the buoys. Stay away from the buoys. All right, pass the line. You pass the line. All right, I won't run anymore. God. Hmm. Uh, Yates in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Yates? Uh, you guys touched on it already, but I was a bouncer at a, a venue, like, you know, kind of concert-type venue bar, like what we have in town. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't want to know if I could say the name, but it it's good. Sure, like, yeah, the, anyway, where was there's it? There's the keys at the door. I'm sorry? Well, yeah, where was it? Uh, I bounced to a place called the Metro in Chicago. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. And, yeah, and so that was good for you, huh? The bouncer oh, thing it, worked. It was, I did not partake as many as much as some of the other guys did, but... That door, you know, when you're the place, the Foo Fighters are playing your Halloween show. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's... it's. Uh, well, hey, that that's the same thing for us on Line Whore, as I like to call it, instead of four. If you have those Foo Fighter tickets, you and a hot chick are meeting up in a production room, and you're going to town. So, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. I hear you, Yates. Thank you. A lot of it's about access, I think. All right, um, let's go to Matt in Winter Park. You're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Matt? Hey, bro, what's up? It's definitely got to be gynecologist. You're, you're dealing with those chicks all day. Uh, it's not a no, gynecologist. For, for one thing, gynecologists creep girls out. And I, and look what you're looking at. You're looking at girls with problems. That's why they're there in the first place. Well, not all the time. There's regular checkups going on. That's the minority. You think all of them there have some big infection? Yep. Jeff and Daytona, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What you got, buddy? Uh, I got two of them for you. All right, just give uh, me one. One. Best one. Uh, just one. I'd have to say uh, security guards at, uh, like, events, right. like concerts and whatnot. Well, we did that one, so give me your other one. Uh, servers at restaurants. All right, servers at restaurants. Thank you, Jeff. What servers you... and restaurants did not make the list, now. I figure they're a dime a dozen, too. It doesn't yeah. really mean anything. Maybe if you're at, like, a highfalutin restaurant. Well, there's there's always, like, ten waiters. And one bartender. So the bartender, you know, has a little better chance other than the uh, the waiters. All right, out of the top ten, how many have we gotten right, Dubs? We have gotten personal trainer, which was number ten, lifeguard, number seven, uh, bartender. bartender, number two. All right, so we have uh, seven more still. Yes. Right, 407-916-1041, Top ten... Uh, top ten places as a uh, workplace where you can pick up chicks. All right, more of this next in the hideout. Hey, those of you who are on the job market, now you know where to uh, narrow your search on Monster. We'll give you the top one next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I'm El Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. This is the hideout, the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando especially on a Friday night. That's why we open up the doors at 10 o'clock for the hideout open door policy so you can actually come in here and see what's going down. Chunks is out at the Altamont Springs 18 movie theater at the Altamont Mall with some hideout Be Somebody t-shirts, hideout hats, real radio shirts, some nice stuff to give away to you because everybody's out there watching Harry Potter. We figure we go out, we give you a little something. And all you got to say is, uh, hey, Chunks, uh, you kid toucher, stay away from Potter, and you can be a winner. Uh, right now, though, what we're doing is we're talking about the top ten jobs to get chicks at. And we're taking your uh, your guesses. So far, we have, uh, I believe it was number nine, which was 
what was number nine, Deuce Chill? Do you remember? Uh, we had Lifeguard, which I, which was seven, I thought. Lifeguard was seven. Bartender was two. And personal trainer. Personal trainer was number ten. So we have seven more that we're looking at. I think EverQuest Junkie is number one. Uh, yeah, I doubt that's on there. Sorry. That's in a certain demographic of women 55 plus. That's where Putin is. And the person that said security guard, that's not linked up there with Bouncer. No, he meant working security at, at like a, at uh, a show. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, kind of doing uh, the backstage, like checking, uh, checking for backstage passes and that kind of stuff. Whenever you call ladies and heretics to the front of the line, Deborah in St. Cloud, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Deborah? Yeah, hi. I know someone that was a county bus driver, and well, a few of them, and they got way too many girls. These girls would be on the bus like all day talking to them. Oh, imagine the skanks though. Well, not everybody who rides a bus is a skank. You know know the ones that are picking up the drivers are. Come on, please. I don't know. For real, it's true. All right, uh, is that on the list, Dubs? In the top ten? Please, bus driver. Thank you, Deborah. (laughs) It's not in the top ten. I don't mean to offend you if you've uh, done that one time. Now, is that worse for the girl or for the bus driver? Oh, the girl. All right, Seth and Ocala has a good one. We got Seth. What's up, guys? Yo, dope. I got to say, it's got to be a tanning salon. All right, I bet. You know what? I work out over here at RDV, and there's this guy who works in their little salon over there, and I bet he pulls so much nanny. It's crazy. What, it dubs is a tanning salon in the top ten? No tanning salon attended on the top ten. All right. That's usually well, they, a job they work. They missed out, fellas. They missed out. There's some hot women up in there. Are you doing it's, that? Are you work there? i tell you what. I, I feel gay, but I actually tan at one, and I have never seen better-looking women oh, yeah. at the place I go. No, I'm with you on that one, Seth. It's usually more of a job where the woman's at the front, though. You know? That's what... I haven't seen too many guys uh, working the front of a tanning uh, parlor. Yeah, they're in charge of, like, cleaning up the hair that's left over. Yeah, that was me. You should have seen me when I get out of one of those. Mm-hmm. It's like mopping up a jerk booth. All right, give me another one, Dubs. All right, here, let me take a guess. Okay. Cop. Cop is not on the list, no. All right, that's crazy. I figure cops are on there. Let's go to uh, Mike in Orlando. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Mike? Cable guy, man. Cable guy. No, yeah. no cable guy. No cable guy. Installation myself. <laughs> and, and now, have you? Now, he, uh, installation myself. Ass. How about this? A Jewish humor teacher. Nope, not on the list. I. I think we're talking about chicks that are of age. I did. I would disagree with that part. <laughs> But I would agree with what Hefe said, definitely, Jewish humor teacher. Uh, Roxy, ladies first. Roxy in Orlando, what do you got? Uh, firefighter. All right, Dubs, firefighter has to be in the top ten, and if the cops aren't, firefighters are. Firefighter is not on the top ten. All right, this is un- this is uh, un-American in this list. It has to be in there. Thank you, Roxy. I know women who have slept with entire houses, firehouses. So you got to figure they're getting something. Well, frat boys not in here, and I know w- women who have slept with all of them too. John, Palm Coast, what do you got, dude? John, hey John. Hello. What do you got, my friend? Yeah, the Bud Man, Budweiser Man, the bar promotion guy. Uh, hey, yeah, how about somebody working like a bar promotion, going around doing that, Dubs? Does that count on anything in the top? 10? I don't think it counts as anything. It might fall into the bartender category, but no. Uh, all right, Pete, promo guy is not on there. I, I, you know what? All right, let's try another. Why don't you give us one? Because I'm having trouble. Okay, uh, can I make another guess real quick? Sure, dude. This yeah. is any profession where you're just meeting a lot of girls. Mm-hmm. Lawyer. 
Lawyer, 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 no. But I will give you number three on the list, which is doctor. All right, doctor made the list. Doctor did make the list. All right, and this is, uh, now this is top professions to meet chicks at? Yeah. Is that because the nurses? The nurses and, you know. And the I, patients. Or, like, family of the patients. That's wrong. That's That's got to be against the Hippocratic Oath. I'm, I'm sure it's not someone who's dying or something. Someone with a hangnail or something. Oh, no, they're very vulnerable, the family. Yeah, that's exactly why it's got to be against the Hippocratic Oath. All right, Alex PCS sent me something. And he goes, could you at least humor me and say computer, jockey, IT dorks? <laughs> God, my life sucks. No! Oh, that's not right. Did IT guys make the list? IT guys did not make the list. Mike in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, my friend? Hey, man. Yo. What do you got? Hey, how about how about pilots, man? they got to be in the deal. All right, pilots, you know what? I'm going to say they have to, Dubs, otherwise this list is crap. they got to be on the list. Pilot is number nine on the list. All right, pilot's number nine. I can see that. In fact, when you and I stayed at LaGuardia at the hotel over the weekend, mm-hmm. there's so many pilots staying there. And I thought there was, there was going to be a lot more ass in that hotel uh, the, hotel uh, bar. And it was just a bunch of dudes sitting around waiting for the chicks to show up. Kind of like the open-door policy. Well, that bar, that uh, hotel kind of seemed like there wasn't it, it wasn't close enough to anything to have a bunch of single chicks rolling in. Or anything? Yeah, you're right. I mean, the only way you were going to get any single chicks there was if they were on a trip and staying there. Or stewardesses, and there were no stewardesses. Nope. All right, James in Orlando. Top ten uh, jobs to meet chicks at. What do you got, James? I'm thinking politician has to make the list. All right, yeah, those guys are getting so much tail, it's stupid. Absolutely. Dubs? Politicians not on the list, but maybe because they never report the girls are bad. Yeah, because usually whenever it's found out, it's a big scandal. So, yeah, so I'm going to say it probably belongs in there. But it's not ever confirmed, so it's hard uh, to you say. You know what? Give me another one, dude, because I'm, okay. people are having problems with this. Fashion designer is number eight on the list. Well, of course. But you're probably gay. That's kind of general. Well, I'm sorry, but if you saw if you saw that um, show on Bravo or whatever it was, there wasn't a straight dude on there. Well, for you watching Bravo, I'm gonna give you this. Mo and this. <laughs> That's crap, dude. Matt in Orlando, what do you got, my friend? Uh, I'm gonna say landscaper because I'm still dating the girl. <laughs> All right, landscaper is that on there? Landscaping is not on the list, but uh, you do when you are doing landscaping, you do meet a lot of chicks. And you know you what? Meet a, you meet a lot of you meet a lot of women. The, Housewives, the husband, girlfriend, whatever. They're they're all. Um, they want it. Especially the husbands, they're gone. You know, it's, it's gone ex- most of the day. You're out there sweating to come out, give you drinks. And they're definitely work with you. It's that desperate housewives thing with like yeah, Eva Longoria, where they're exactly it happened to me, and I'm still dating a girl. Nice. Is she still married? Oh no, no. <laughs> All right. She thanks. wasn't married. I'm, we're actually seven years apart. Oh wow. All right. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it, bro. And the girls are always left at home alone, and they have you know they have a lot of money to burn, so they aren't worried about what you're doing for a living. All right, how about an easy one? Pro athlete. Pro athlete? No, did not make the list. They probably figured that was too obvious. Well, there is a very obvious one on here. All right. Uh, is this one on there? Walmart bathroom attendant. Your other job. No. It's not an actual job. It's pleasure. How about someone who works uh, in the mall? Not in the store, though. That thing in the middle. The kiosk? The kiosk. The kiosk guys definitely got chicks. No, I had a friend who uh, sold Beanie Babies in the middle of a mall before. 
right, I'm going to go rapid fire, Dubs. Okay. All right, here we go. Rapid fire. How to, this is where we turn it up a notch. We got to get some fast music or something for that. We'll think about it and do whenever we can roll into the hideout rapid fire to clear out some lunch because they're jammed right now. Uh, ben in Orlando, real fast, what you got? You say Ben? Yeah. Hey, what about ski instructor? No ski instructor on the list, sorry. All right, this isn't going to work. Uh, Tracy, fast car from Tracy Chapman isn't a good rapid fire song, you ass. Tony in Orlando, what's your guess? Tony. Hello. Yeah, go ahead, my friend. I got the number one. What male a- stripper. Male stripper on there, Dubs? Nope, again. Mo. Right, Girls, that, not guys. That's a generalization. That's not fair. Steven Orlando, what do you have? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, rapid fire. Hide out. It's got to be a pool guy. Pool guy, Dubs. Pool guy, nope. CP and Altamont, what do you have, my friend? I got the number one, man, because the job, is, is, is by definition, is picking up chicks. Uh, a pimp. Right, a sp- pimp is number one. A pimp. pimp is not number one. I think it has to be a legally sanctioned job. Ben and Deltona, top ten uh, places to meet chicks as far as jobs go. What do you got, dude? How about a FedEx or UPS guy? Nope, no FedEx or UPS. Wow, this is not working out with the rapid fire. You guys aren't hitting it. Uh, they Ian, do hit- Ian in the land, what do you have? Yeah, the uh, guy ran the uh, flick chicks out at Blockbuster. All right, Blockbuster, Dubs? No Blockbuster. All right, Dennis and Oviedo, here's your shot in the hideout rapid fire. Pizza delivery guy. I was a pizza delivery guy for five years. You always have that hope. It never happens. No, not on the list. All right, the rat. We went over in the rapid fire. How about the guy at the movie theater who rips your ticket? Isn't I, he usually retarded? He's usually <laughs> retarded. He's in, so he's got the sympathy going for him, and he's ripping their ticket. All right, speaking of movies, Chunks is out at the Altamont 18, um, giving away hideout be somebody T-shirts, giving out hats, hideout hats, and real radio shirts and bumper stickers. Go up to him and say, "Hey, chunks, you kid toucher, stay away from Harry Potter, and you can be a winner." All right, do you mind give me? Some, you want me to give you some of the uh, ones we've been missing? All right, you know what? Give me one because the rabbit fire works. These people want to guess. Okay, I'll give you the uh, most obvious one that's on there. Uh, number six was actor, and it doesn't have to be. Uh, th- their stipulations on here is it doesn't have to be anything of a big actor. You can be just a small play actor or something like that. You get a lot of tales and actor. Right, how is a pro athlete not on there then? That's stupid. Well, because it, it's, uh, it's it actually sure says doesn't even have to be pro. pro athlete. How about athlete? Usually, if you're in high school and you're an athlete, you're getting chicks. If you're a college athlete, you you damn well know you're getting some tail. Or if you're playing baseball in a recreational league here in Orlando. Yes, Hefe in the Orlando Orioles. Who I'm do that. I'm pulling some um, pitchers, some, some good stuff. Right, let's take a break. Come back. Taking more guesses. All right, how many have we knocked out? Did we only knock out one that break? Or um, two? I think we knocked out two that break. Here, I'll, give you, I'll give you a pin so you can cross them off. Here you go. We uh, only have this three left. All right, this is not the rapid fire music, Bateman. Quick break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. It is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, Friday night in it. 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, talking about the top ten jobs to pick up chicks at. The phones are jammed right now, too, so if you're getting bit that busy signal, whenever you hear someone drop off, that's the best time to come in. Um, all right, J-Dubs, give a... Here's what uh, we've uh, found so far that have been uh, mentioned by the people and did end up on the top ten. Number ten was personal trainer. Number nine was pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, fashion designer. I still can't believe that. That's so stupid. Number seven, lifeguard. 
number six dancer. Uh, five and four. Whoa, not whoa, been... whoa, we didn't have number six. You gave that one out. Oh, I meant actor, did I? Oh, okay. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, number six actor. Uh, number five and four, we've not guessed yet. Number dancer. three. Dancer. No. <laughs> number three, doctor. Number two, bartender. And number one, still out there. All right, so we're gonna, let's do this. Another rapid fire, because these phones are jammed, and we got to get to them. Remember, ladies first. And um, we already have musician, right? No musician, no. Musician wasn't on the list. Nope. I'm sorry, Sarah. We already got uh, the musician. You got another guess you want to throw out real fast? No, that was it. All right, thank you, sweetie. All right, Stumblebum says Catholic priests. I don't think they pick up chicks there. Hmm. Megan, in a, Megan, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Megan? What about a realtor? Ooh, a realtor. Dubs? Realtor is not on the list. Damn. Usually that's a that's something that uh, a couple goes into buying. All right, rapid fire. Tom in Winter Park. Tom, real fast. Hey, what up, guys? Yo. Uh, I'm thinking uh, high school gymnastics coach. All right, yeah, you're going to meet <laughs> chicks there, but they're not of age, ass. John, John and Deltona, what do you have? Rapid fire in the hideout. Hey, guys, it's got to be proctologists. Those guys are up to their elbows and tails. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Titusville, you're in the hideout. College professor. Ooh. Ooh, that's a hey, good one. How about 13,000 in a school? How many hot chicks do you need? That's true. Dubs, is it on the list? No, it's not on the list, no. Stupid. I hate this list. It's the worst list on earth. Tom in Orlando, rapid fire in the hideout. What do you got, my friend? Dog, I got two guesses. It's got to be a garbage man. A garbage man? Nope. What's the other uh, one, Tom? What, what about a cable access TV show guy, like the Fat Tom Show? What is it called? Fat Tom Show? Is that his show? I was hoping to maybe interview him about the Fat Tom Show. All right, Fat Tom, call back in. I want to hear more about your cable access show. Derek in Orlando, what you got? I got it. It's Tow Truck Driver. Tow Truck Driver's not on the list now. Kevin in Sanford, rapid fire in the hideout. Photographer. Dubs? Photographer? No, not on the list. T-Ron in Orlando. Tattoo artist. Huh? Tattoo uh, artist? Tattoo yeah. artist is not on the list, no. Brad in Orlando. Hideout rapid fire. What do you got, Brad? Uh, plastic surgeon. Plastic surgeon? Nope. All right, you know what? Give me another one, Doug. All right. Since I kind of gave it already, number five was dancer. dance instructor. Ah, you, I said dancer. It's dance instructor. You're teaching it. You aren't doing it. All right, give me number four, and that'll leave number one. Number four is Talent Scout. What? What are you of kicking? Of course. That goes right along with your uh, fashion, instru- uh, yeah. fashion designer. Talent Scout? Who? Even, Talent Scout more than a professional athlete? Yes. You get very impressionable girls who just want to be famous and cry while they're taking out their clothes. There's nothing hotter. Can I start my own company? Crap. Can I become a talent scout? You know, you want to? You know, when we got fired in Michigan, I went to I think it was called Options at the time. This like meeting in Detroit so that I could be a talent scout. Really? I didn't even know about this. I gotta tell you it sometime. It's the biggest scam oh, ever. Definitely. You're. They actually try to see how good you are at selling people. Like the the whole thing about it is like seeing if you could sell people something they don't buy. And they're like, here's what you hang out. Oh, you want to go hang out at the malls? And wherever, and then you tell them, hey, come on in, give them your card, and uh, try to close them. Tell them only so many people are invited to this open casting call. We take a couple pictures, and then we uh, buy everything. Do you Maybe. know? Uh, do you know you have a perfect, uh, just the perfect face for modeling? 
Has anyone ever told you you can be a model? Yes. <laughs> I just started a company, so from now on on the open door policy, if you're looking for a talent scout, I'm your man. Okay, don't you have to have some talent? No, no, I just have to scout it. If I had talent, I wouldn't be a talent scout. Are you looking for other people with hairy backs? Is that what? Is that your specialty? You got some kind of big porn going? No, I'm not looking for guys with hairy backs. I'm looking Don't for pull on my back hair. Ladies first in the hideout. Julie Novito, what do you have? Uh, hairdresser. Hairdresser? No, not on the list. Okay. We're looking for number one here. Waiter. We've already had waiter. Oh. Thanks for listening. Cook. <laughs> I was too busy pulling rapid fire music. Yeah, great job with it, too. Dave, the lawyer, the UCF, hey, what do you got, dude? Two guesses, two guesses. One, how about a counselor at a battered woman's shelter? Oh, come on. Or or maybe a worker at uh, an abortion clinic. All right. My Two of my dream jobs, but no. All right, I'm gonna Neither go of them. All right, I, people have some good ones on here. All right. Jim and Longwood, what do you got? I'm saying massage therapist. For number one, Dubs? No, number ma- one. not massage therapist. Arkan Brevard, my friend, what do you have? What's up, hot out? What about a pharmaceutical rep? I, uh, but yeah, just anybody that does drugs duh, or slang <laughs> some uh, keys, Dubs. Well, I, if that was the case, then a uh, cocaine uh, dealer would be top of the list. Of, no. No? Frank in Winter Garden? Hey. What do you got? Uh, mechanic? Dubs? I'm not even going to... Uh... What do you mean? That's of course it's not number one. Mechanic would it never be? be number one. Why not? Why would it? You have so many women who don't know how to work on their cars, they take it in. And then you're going to get on them all greasy? Dude, I got pornos with that happening. I have pornos with pizza th- stuff happening. That never happens either. Can I borrow that one? No. Banker. Banker, no. Porn star. <laughs> no, not porn star. Well, some of them are obvious. All right, Dubs, give us number one. No, we can get this half, eh? No, well, we, I'm not going to spend all night on it. we got a ton of stuff to do. All right, I, you ready? Bag boy. Number one, the best play, uh, the best job to have to pick up chicks is uh, single resort employee. Like uh, if you're working at a singles resort. What the hell? I don't know why you're throwing your own stuff. That seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, all right, so yeah, people ought to know is my own stuff. <laughs> Stay out of mind. Who made this list? This was AskMen.com. Singles resort employee? Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. I think there's a difference between being in a position where you're actually meeting them or being in a position where they might be interested in you. I mean, technically, you could put panhandler because you're going to meet a lot of chicks panhandling on the street. <laughs> but you're not going to be able to bang them. With no, that, well, no, who knows you're going to be able to bang them at the singles resort. That's what they're there for. They're there to get laid. They're there to get laid and not uh, feel bad about the next day. Not by the bellhop. <laughs> I never would have thought of that. That's like the job position is like, guy that meets hot chicks, <laughs> apply here. This is the worst. All right, as I look at this list, Personal trainer, I agree with. Pilot, no, because you're you're in the cockpit the whole time. You're not gonna meet hot chicks. You're walking through. You're wearing no. the. Uh, you're wearing uh-huh. the. Uh, yeah, during yes, the, that uh-huh. doesn't belong. It does. You so, didn't make the list. Why are you defending it? During because the, I agree with most of the things on the list. Fashion designer, okay, but more than likely uh, you don't like them anyway. No, doesn't belong. Lifeguard, I can agree with. Actor, all right, fine. If actor's gonna be on the list, 
then athlete and musician has to be on the list. Otherwise, actor shouldn't be included. Taking that one off. Dance instructor, again, the same with the fashion designer. You're not particularly interested in getting that sweet uh, nanny. So no. Well, Kevin Thurline that. That's one. The one guy who did score Britney Spears. The rest of them, they don't care about. But he wasn't an instructor. He was a dancer. That's true, too. I'm sure he's taught some people. Talent scout, okay. I could see that. Doctor? Oh, you're going to meet chicks, but why wouldn't you put lawyer in there? Number two, bartender, I can understand. Number one, singles resort employee. It makes me want to curse. And how many singles resorts places are there anyway? Oh, it's a, that's why it's a great one to have, to pick up chicks, because it's very hard to uh, get into. You know, whatever. Aren't a lot of those girls single for a reason? What reason would that be? No one's interested in them? Hairy armpits? Speech impediments? Fat knees? Col- I, colons on their feet? I could go on and on. <laughs> Steve, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What do you got, Steve? What's up, Cafe? Yo. Hey, man, I'm a, I'm a scuba instructor, man. It's got a super high CDI factor. Uh, you know, I could see a scuba instructor. But, yeah, even, but, better, but that doesn't even... A, yeah, you look real hot with that snorkel in your mouth. <laughs> That's true, too. Isolate that. Yeah, get that one. All right, let's take a break and come back, J-Dubs. Right, let's go to Jim and Apopka. What do you got, Jim? I think I got the logic behind this list, man. Well, what, the crappiest thing they could put together? Is that what they're trying to do? Hey, let's think of the worst possible list ever and have J-Dubs defend it? Uh, no, man, well, but think about this. If, if you're the only straight guy who has this job, you got to get the trim. You know what I mean? All right, hold on a second. Let me go through this again. Maybe you may be on to something, Jim. All right, personal trainer. There, I've known some gay personal trainers. I guess Pilot, eh, fashion designer, you're right. If you're straight, dude, you're getting it. Lifeguard. There are probably a few more lifeguards. Actor, yeah. Dance instructor, yeah. Talent scout. Even when I went, I was I was like the straightest guy in the room. Doctor, hmm. You know what I'm going to have to say for the majority of those? I think that could be right with the logic, Jim. That's a good, hey, nice observation, man. Good job. Take it easy, man. All right, good, brother. Good. Hmm. I hung up on him. He's going to give us a compliment. I think he was going to say, hey, I love the hideout. Funniest night show in America. I would say you're right. Yeah, you look real hot with that snorkel in your mouth. Okay, you know. Mo. You can't talk just whenever you want to talk, douche, Joe. You have to raise your hand. And throw those things out. This isn't your personal pickup line. I like those big pickles. You throwing that out there is not like me going to line whore. I want to see the carrot penis. (laughs) Mo. Dubs, we got Mark St. Amant still coming up in the hideout. Chunks. Is Chunks done out at the uh, movie theater, the Altamont 18? I don't know. He hasn't checked in. All right, let's see if we can chat with him next. And also, you know, going along with this, I saw something that could tie in. It's the top 25, um, um, like, shortest, like, coolest short dudes. But more importantly, it's what chicks look for. Whenever they want a dude. And I got Swami, who's supposed to be a hot chick, allegedly. I still haven't seen a picture yet. But she she has a, a question about uh, female body parts that I want to ask you, J-Dub. Okay. Do that next in the hideout. Deuce Chill will speak for the girls, and Dubs and I will speak for men. Down so, the gay one. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1.
Rolling up on the 8 o'clock hour in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's El Jefe and J-Dubs inviting you to be a part of the funniest night show in America. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your uh, singular wireless phone. Chunks. Chunks. Hello. Hey, you already headed back from the uh, movie theater. You gave out all the stuff you had? Yeah, I gave it all out, man. All, right. all out. I'm uh, actually like a few feet away from the station. All right, go give me a grilled chicken sandwich. Well, I'm, I'm already here. All right, well, go ahead and turn around and go to Chick-fil-A and give me a grilled chicken sandwich. You want anything on that? No, I'm fine. Diet Coke or Coke? No, uh, just a grilled chicken sandwich. Dubs, you want anything? Uh, nah, I'm good. Anybody else want anything? I have a soft, ta- soft taco supreme. That's at a whole different place. So? You're out having a ball. All right. Can I get a Whopper? Yeah. Soft taco supreme and a chip. Be sure I don't get anything. I've been listening on the way back, and it's just been awkward and embarrassing. All right. That way to sell the show. All right. <laughs> Dubs, did you want anything on the second hand? Yeah, give me a quarter pounder with cheese. Quarter pounder? That's McDonald's, man. That's uh, across town. All right. Grilled chicken sandwich. And I'm serious. You don't come back with one. I'm going to punch you in the throat. Uh, it all, all right, better I'll- be warm, too. All right, I'll be back with all three. All right, see you later. All right, later. <laughs> or should we have him come up with some Putin out? Hey, he's already out. All right, Dubs, we got this email. We're about to talk to... Uh, you know, maybe we should just break and then talk to Mark St. Amant. Because I have a question I think we can really get into. Yeah, we can get into these uh, top 25 shortest well, guy. I mean, th- we have the 25 guys, which will be interesting within itself, but yeah. the Swami sent me... Okay, this is, hey, Hefe, this is something I was wondering about. Why are guys interested in only certain female body parts more than others? Some guys are leg men, ass men, boobs, eyes, lips, toes. And what's your poison? Like, what do I dig? And then in looking at this, the top 25 thing, is height really an issue for chicks? Or is it other stuff? You know, height does come up in uh, conversation a lot of times. Uh, chicks do like short dudes or tall dudes. Mm-hmm. But it, it usually never has been a make-or-break situation as far as I know, unless the girl is so gargantuan and tall that it w- just looks silly. But if she's a normal, you know, 5'6 or something, usually she'll, you know, bite the bullet, go with someone 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, also, too, Dubs, I'm going to talk about... Uh... They say the next step in airline security, lie detectors. And I'll give you the average uh, time it's going to take. Oh, no. I can only imagine. I can only imagine how much longer we'll be waiting in line at the airport if they're strapping people up to uh, lie detectors. Well, it's not. Well, in all fairness, well, I'll describe how it works, but they're not strapping it up. It's something different, actually. Okay. And then we got to play this Miami Hurricane song. From the football players that are on the seventh floor, I guess they live on the seventh floor of a uh, of a dorm. And they all got together and made a rap song. Ooh boy, it's actually not that bad. Well, some of them can rap. It's nine minutes long, dude. It's their uh, stairway to heaven. It's the stairway to heaven of uh, rap songs done by football players from Miami. Yeah, they're the tool of uh, college football rap. Nothing under nine. So we will get into that, and plus it's the open-door policy tonight. Chunks has two stunts for the Helmet of Pain. And speaking of the Helmet of Pain, Hideout Fantasy Football, you keep up with that on our website, uh, the Hideout page of realradio.fm. We'll talk to Mark St. Amant next. 
He's from ESPN Classic, wrote a great book. Great for the holidays, too. Committed, Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. We'll uh, do some rapid fire with him. And he, new rule when talking to Mark St. Amant, you get one question. One question when talking to uh, And uh, you guys listening, you got some football questions? This guy's an expert. He's on ESPN Classic talking about this stuff. He wrote about it. He uh, made a ton of money doing it. We'll talk to Mark next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Second hour of the hideout on a Friday night. Real Radio 104.1. Al Hefe and J-Dubs. Be a part of the most uh, entertaining show in Orlando. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Star 1041 on your single wireless phone. That's not right. It is. It's the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Both. And the funniest night show in America. Words chosen very carefully. J-Dubs, every Friday night we talk to Mark St. Amant. Wrote a great book, Committed, uh, Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. You love it. In fact, last year you gave it to your dad as a uh, Christmas present, right? Yes, uh, and I also passed a copy of it over to uh, Don Geronimo when we left. Outstanding. Um, in addition to that, he's on ESPN Classic. He's also uh, uh, thesportsrag.com. From what I understand, it's his chick's birthday tonight, so he may be a little limited in what he can do. Mark? Gentlemen, how are you? How are you, my friend? Doing well. Uh, the, the birthday dinner is complete, so I am under no time constraints. Oh, All is well. Beautiful. Hey, we're gonna switch. Oh. We're gonna switch things up a little bit. Yeah. And we decided to institute a play clock. Oh, um, okay. Um, Forty seconds from the time that we begin to ask our question to the end of your answer. It's because uh, I ramble, isn't it? No, it's not because you ramble. <laughs> it's because we want to get more in. Yeah, no, that's no we, problem. We want, we want some callers to get involved. I feel like sometimes Ooh. we dominate too much in asking about our own personal teams. Yeah, uh, well, although that is important, though, because you guys have to figure out, you know, who's going to be eating the, uh, the, like, the spicy mace chinchilla taco. <laughs> in fact, Mark, this week, Chunks owes us two tonight that will be done in the open door policy. He's going to do uh, the self-inflicted rug burns. <laughs> and then the lemon eye drops. That'll be during the open door policy. So. Oh, very good. Yeah, that'll happen uh, tonight at 10 o'clock. So, J-Dubs, you want the uh, first uh, question for Mark St. Amon? Yeah, I'll take my first question. It'll be a personal question about my fantasy football team. Um, I was wondering, I, I have a I have a little trouble with uh, my um, wide receiver core. I don't know if I should start Eddie Kennison, uh, Jerry Porter, or uh, Andre Johnson. Tough. I mean, you know what? I'd actually, of those three, would probably roll the dice with Porter. Porter? Tennyson, I mean, because Kansas City, it's, it's one of those offenses that should be better than it is passing-wise mm-hmm. and just isn't. I don't know what the story is. Maybe it's because Willie Rofe has been banged up and they just can't give, give Trent Green the time. Um, and uh, Andre, I, I mean, it, it's, it, if it gets any worse than Kansas City in terms of not, get, not giving the quarterback time, it's Houston. I mean, David Carr gets sacked, I think, 17 times a game. So I'd actually have to roll the dice with Jerry Porter, even, All right, there even, it is. even though they're playing against the, the tough Redskins. All right, now let's move on to my question. I, I like this. The rapid fire. We can get more in here. I like this. All right, Mark St. Amant, committed confessions of a fantasy football junkie. If you have a question for him, 407-916-1041, triple eight nine seven eight. 1041. Well, we've also limited ourselves, uh, Mark, so you know, to one personal okay. question each. Gotcha. So we can't dominate like uh, Dubs, the way he constantly dominates the conversation. What? <laughs> Let's go. Uh, it's my personal question now. 
I've stuck with two defensives, both of them I like a ton. The Bills versus San Diego or the Bengals versus Indianapolis? Ooh, another tough one. I don't have the tough ones tonight. Um, yeah, you know, do you guys, what's your scoring in terms of defense? Do you get um, bonuses for, you know, like zero? Takeaways. Yeah, you get, you get 10 points for uh, shutouts and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, actually, unfortunately, I think you're looking at two offenses that are probably going to put up a good a good number of points against your defenses. I would, I would though, have to go with Buffalo. Okay. Because just, just because, um, you know, it, 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 they should both be some high-scoring games, at least on the San Diego side. So, I, um, you know, I, I think San Diego, San Diego is going to put up some points, but I think of the two, I think you got to go with the Bills. All right, the Bills, that's actually the one that I had sl- uh, slated. 407-916-104. It kills me because LT is back, but... You know, whatever. Either way, if he does, if he does poorly, then um, then maybe you know it'll work out in my favor and vice versa. But I don't think yep. I want to yep. put the Bengals up against uh, Andy. Just just not yeah. right now I, the way it's I, going. I, th- I think the Bills have a better chance of picking off uh, some of uh, Drew Brees' exactly. passes. All right, I tell you what, we'll start the clock once we're done with our question to make it a yeah. little bit easier. All right, well, uh, Jay in Daytona has one. Jay, what's your question for Mark St. Amant, fantasy football guru? Hey guys, hey Mark, it's Canes, man. Hey, Canes. Hey, I, I got I got some injury questions. Uh, three guys right, coming back, or maybe this week. Uh, Drew Bennett, Anquan Bolden, Willie Parker. What's their fantasy impacts this week? Um, you know what? I think uh, Bolden. His steps might be down a little bit, but it seems like Bolden is good to go. Um, and against the Rams, there I think like 27 or 28 against the pass. I think it should be a big day for. And and you know Warner's going to be motivated. Willie, you just you just don't know. He's Cowher says he's a starter, but we've seen what's happened with him being called a starter before. It could mean 15 carries, 60, 70 yards. Uh, that said, you know there, um, uh, Willie, he, he could do all right. He, he may actually find the end zone. But I, if you're asking of the three, I would say definitely Bolden. But Bennett, Bennett is surprisingly he's uh, coming back, which seems about a week early. Um, and he could be, as I, we talked about last week on the show, Bennett could be a good little sleeper pickup for people needing some wide receiver help because, you know, we all saw what he did down the stretch last year, and they have nobody else, so he's all right. immediately, immediately the number one option. All right. Perfect. Well, th- thanks, Mark. All right, thanks, hey, Jay. take it easy, man. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Deuce Childeron, you have a question for uh, fantasy football guru Mark St. Amon on Real Radio 104.1? Yes, I do. Mine's actually a two-part question. No, one. You get one. All right. Here we, we all only get one question, so you don't get two parts. It's one question. You just had two parts to it. No. No. All right. Subsection A. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Four. My, yep. For my running backs, I'm debating between Mike Anderson, which is uh, Denver's at New York. Yep. Uh, Westbrook. Yep. Or um, Greg Jones, who I picked up last week from Jacksonville, who you said was a good pick. Yeah, well, I mean, you saw what he did last week. He, he, he put up 100, 106 in a touchdown against the Ravens. Um you know what? Norm- normally, I'd say jump on Jones because they're playing Tennessee. Luckily, you have two good choices there. I think even splitting with Bell, um, and you know, every week it's not a not a definite you know 50-50 split. But I think that you know Denver's going to run a ton against the Jets, and I think Anderson will get some great numbers. But, uh, right now, Jones or Taylor, Fred Taylor is a game time decision. But there's a big difference between game time decision questionable and game time decision doubtful, and right now he's the latter. So Jones should get the start, and, and it's it's almost it's almost coin flip time. But I, I think you might have to go with the, the slightly more proven commodity and go with Anderson against the Jets because the Jets, you know, uh, Denver's not going to have to throw a lot. 
they'll they'll get a big lead and then just run all day. So I think you got to go with the uh, with with the Marine Mike Anderson. Thank you Mark, very much. Mark Shane Amont in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, 4079161041, Tommy Bateman, your uh, you got your question for the week? Yes, I have a very uh, odd running back situation. Uh, for my second starter, do I put Bettis, Staley, Parker, or Rudy Johnson in? It, this is your second. Um, now, typically out of your second, are you just looking for sort of you know the, the, the guy who's who's probably just going to give you the best chance of getting a touchdown? Um, it, God, of those guys, the funny thing is, I, I've had an, an odd feeling that Rudy Johnson is about to. He's got a great schedule down in the second half. I think I would probably roll the dice with Rudy because he's he's getting the most. He's definitely getting the more carries than Chris Perry. Everyone was talking about Perry uh, taking the load from him. Um, yeah. Johnson's still the man there. I'd, I'd, I'd go with Rudy because he's the one that's probably going to be splitting the least. Um, on the other hand, Bettis, I think, is almost a mortal lock for the, the end zone. Uh, because, well, actually, one thing to keep in mind, though, there, there was talk that one of Staley or Bettis would be deactivated for the game with Willie starting and with, with Veron Haynes being the third down back and being a special teams guy. So keep an eye on that. That actually might make your decision for you if Bettis is deactivated. But, uh, all things being equal, I would go. Uh, I would go, Rudy. All right, you know even, what? Oh, you know even what? Against the Colts. You know what, Mark? Let's uh, let's ask. You, what's the latest? Uh, we're talking Mark St. Amant. You got to get this book, especially for the holidays. Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. Hey, by the way, too, how's the new book coming? I know you were working on another one. Where's that one at? It's it is right now in the capable hands of my editor. He's going through with the pencil and. Uh, He's from from all accounts. Uh, he's a busy guy, but he's gotten back to me a couple times. Said he's real happy with it, and uh, it's hopefully going to. Um, it's it's still scheduled for fall '06, and you know, like like we've talked about it, it's it's basically a, a Friday Night Lights meets Paper Lion look at semi pro football, and I was actually the kicker, so uh, it's it's a it's a real in depth look at a very widespread, but sort of under under appreciated level of football semi pro ball. So uh nice. ball six it should be out. All right, here we go. Here's another question for you. So yeah. again on the play clock. Uh what's the latest with T O is he gonna play again this year? Um you know it's funny, I, I like we talked about last week, I was actually in Philly last week and, and one thing that, that I noticed was the immediate swaying of attitudes because right if you notice right off the bat it was screw T O, forget him, he's never mm-hmm. gonna play again, run him out of town. And then after about 15 minutes, it was, wait a minute, Reed didn't handle it well, um, we need him back, we can't win without him. Now now the sort of mysterious McNabb injury, which uh, I thought was a little, um, Jill Simmons today in his column said that it was a little reminiscent, uh, McNabb writhing on the ground was a little reminiscent of uh, Rodney Dangerfield going, oh, my arm, my arm, and Caddyshack. <laughs> you know, I mean, convenient timing on Donovan's part. Right. You know, um, the, the arbitration hearing apparently lasted, you know, it started early in the morning, it was still going around 5 or 6. You know, I, the chances are still really slim, but as I said the last couple of weeks, if you have a roster spot or if he's a free agent just kicking around and you have like a, you know, a, a, a Sami Parker still taking up a receiver spot, drop him, pick up T.O., because you, you really never know what happens. And I've had a really weird feeling that, you know, it sounds like the suspension, if anything, the suspension would, would probably be reduced to a game or two. And then, who knows? I mean, they... The chances of him getting released by the Eagles are really slim just because of the financial implications mm. that the Eagles would have to face. But um, you know what? Again, until this thing is absolutely resolved, if you have the spot, pick him up because you never know. He could reappear 
um, you know, on the Packers in Week 14. So you just never know. The funny thing about uh, T.O. Uh, and Philly, uh, our friend Giant Brian, who works on the Debella show over in uh, Philly, he uh, did a bit where they were uh, kicking T.O. out of town, so they had a big T.O. doll, and they were kicking him across town and everything. And uh, finally, they threw him over one of the big bridges there and uh, got arrested for... <laughs> Really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh god. I right, maybe we, can, you think he'll talk well, to us about that? Yeah. He'll. Let's see if we can get Giant Brian on and talk about that. All we right. Could. Walter in Orlando has a question for you, Mark Saint What's your question, uh, Walter? Yeah, I'm uh, kind of reaching here for a third wide receiver, and my options are Isaac Bruce or Matt Jones. Uh, Bruce kind of stiffed me last week, but he just came back, so I'm not really sure if I should gamble him again. Right. Um, you know what? I, I actually do think you throw in Bruce this week. Um, you know, Matt Jones has been a real trendy, um, and he's a talented kid, and I think he's going to end up getting worked in. But this is this is the week that the you know the KG veteran has complained about not getting balls, that being Jimmy Smith, and you know he's a little under the radar now. I think Smith gets a little more work this week. Jones has been in the radar, and I think he might tail off a little bit. Um, Isaac Bruce against, I mean, there are going to be plenty of balls to go around uh, against the Cardinals. So I, I think of the two. Uh, Bruce is a little more proven. Um, the Rams are going to have to throw, even against the Cardinals, because the Rams' defense is almost as bad. Um, I think you go with Ike Bruce. All right. All right. There you go, Walter. All right. Mark Sainamont, Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. Uh, uh, also, two ESPN Classic, Talking Fantasy Football. Uh, how's that going? It's good. You know, um, I, I've been, uh, let's see. I wasn't on this past week. Sometimes uh, Meatloaf goes solo, but it's cool because um, if I don't do the fancy thing, they usually call back for another. Uh, we do just some sort of random kind of sports uh, talk segment. I think there might be one running next week that we talk about the best uh, sports names of all time. So we did a little fun segment there. You know what? Com- um, but, but it's been cool. Coming up, we're going to have the top ten dumbest sports injuries. Actually, I want to run through those real fast, J-Dubs. Um... I will give you number 10, and you will probably agree with this one, Mark Sainamont. Um, tie number 10 for Callum Winslow Jr., Ron Gant, and Jay Williams, all of them in the awful motorcycle dirt bike accidents. Right. Well, you can add Jeff Kent to that, too. I mean, that was a... Uh... Oh, Jeff Kent was number 8 for the... What was he on, the ATV or something silly like that? Yeah, he, he said it was like, uh, you know, all these guys always say, oh, I was um, just walking up my tree, you know, the old Brian Greasy, I tripped over my dog. Right. You know, after 18 beers. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah, he... Ken, I think Ken was either an ATV or it was a chopper or something. Uh, here's what he said, though, too. He said it was because he fell off his pickup truck while attempting to wash it. <laughs> that was the excuse that he gave. So that's number 10 right. and number 8. I'll give you uh, the others in the top 10 when we get back. Mark Sainamon, as usual, my friend, thesportsrag.com, ESPN Classic, and committed confessions of a fantasy football junkie. Fun talking to you. Hey, thanks, guys. Well, thank you. And happy I, birthday. I, Pass it along to the, uh, certainly will. To the, the coolest wife in the world. Way. Yeah, you ain't playing. Thank you, my friend. Dubs, take a break, come back, and I want to give you these others. And then just get into it, too. Like, if you're a professional athlete, what are you doing? What are you doing getting on a motorcycle if you're these guys? Winslow Jr., Jay Williams. I think I have the number one one, too. I think I know it. I'll give you a little hint. has to do with... All right, you know what? No, it's not the same. has to do with the brother of someone who kicked here in Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I... 
We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. When you have them, I know, and even worse, if I was broke, would you bomb me? If I couldn't get you find the things like all of them diamond rings, kill for, would you still roll? If we couldn't see the sun rising off the shore of Thailand, would you ride in? If I wasn't driving, if I wasn't uh, eight figure, by the name Welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 Friday night. I'll have fan J-Dub's money about the open door policy. I've got something about you, J-Dubs. Yeah. Um, that Skull Sauce gave to me. But I'm hesitating to announce it until we can get it on the website. What? You'll find out then. No, I'm not going to find out with everybody else. <laughs> I'm surprised you stuck with stuff. Come on. All right, we'll get into it in a second. Because I want to get into these uh, dumbest sports injuries real fast. All right, so you had number 10 was Kellen Winslow Jr. and Ron Gant and Jay Williams in their bike accident. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mark St. Amant said Jeff Kent, and this was, he said he had an injury from falling off his pickup truck while attempting to wash it. Now, what's funny about this is the fact that, you know, these are multimillionaires, and they're, you know, they're sports athletes, so you expect their, their injuries to come from... Yeah, the game. You know, blowing out an ACL or throwing out their arm. And there are stipulations in their contracts that say, you know, if you do this, you aren't going to get that money. You think that would be enough motivation to say, okay, I'm going to, you know, kind of, you know, kind of stay away from that. All right, King Griffey Jr., he's had a ton of them, but once he had his cup slip and pinched one of his testicles. Ouch. Hey, how come this thing isn't uh, coming up for me? Sounds like a, a personal problem. All right, there it is right there. All right, we'll have to get back to that. First, though, let's talk to a, a friend of ours, J-Dubs, up in Philly, who uh, you told the story. Tell it again real fast what happened. With the what happened on the DeBella show where uh, Giant Brian works on is that uh, they were doing a thing where they were kicking T.O. out of town, which they had a big T.O. dummy, and uh, one of the producers were going around kicking him around town, and uh, they got over one of the... I think more major bridges in Philly, and tossed him over it. <laughs> Obviously, that uh, is against the law in some way or another. It landed on the train tracks, so uh, the guy got arrested. It wasn't even into the water. <clears throat> no, there was no water. There was no water bridge. <laughs> Giant Brian, the, the original. How are you, first of all, my friend? It's great to be on the air with you guys. How are you? This is a this is a special treat. How drunk are you? <laughs> No, actually, uh, Putin called me. I'm, I'm in the middle of a, uh, of, uh, well, they don't, they can't hear this in Florida, but I'm in this middle of this goddamn boring dinner with my family <laughs> who wanted to come up and see Philadelphia and see what it was all about. Well, it's all about boring conversation. <laughs> um, okay, so, Giant Brian, what happened with you and the DeBella show up there in Philly? Yeah, well, you know, just like Data said, we had this, we had this six foot eight T.O. doll stuff with like huge body pillows and everything and weighed like i don't know, like 25 pounds and we kicked it from if anyone knows philly where like the art museum was where they had live eight mm -hmm. all the way to the other side to uh towards new jersey and you know people were kicking it and people were having a good time kicking it so we got them to the ben franklin bridge which connects new jersey and philadelphia and on the center of the bridge this guy thud who has now quit the show over the incident. Uh-oh, a little um, controversy. Yeah, I know. Picked up this doll and <laughs> threw it over the Ben Franklin Bridge, 
But the problem is it, it shut down the rail system in Philadelphia <laughs> for about 15 minutes because they thought it was a real person. So after he tossed it Chuck as he's walking off the Chuck bridge Chuck. with the intern, the, uh, the Port Authority police came and arrested them on the bridge, took them down to the ground, handcuffed them, and uh, put them in the paddy wagon and took them away. All right, so what happened to this guy, Thad or Tad or whatever his name is? Thud. Thud. Uh, so is there bad blood between uh, the show and Thud now? Well, actually, there's bad blood between Thud and the show and our intern. The for the intern went crazy as they had him on the ground. He started crying, <laughs> screaming, I don't work for a radio station. I'm just an intern. And apparently the uh, a Philly cop, you know, being so understanding, came over to him and said, I don't care who you are, bitch, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Fred, he was arrested for, they got, like, arrested for, like, inciting a riot, shutting down public safety or something like that. So they're both appearing in court on Monday. All right, so what, but, did anything happen to you as a producer of the DeBella show there in Philly? No, man. I mean, I just, it, it actually just got better because Thud, I guess his parents threw him out of his house or something. Oh, and God. he came in and had a mental breakdown on the air and screamed and cried and tried to beat me up and attack me. Very, um, for, uh, for the JFK listeners, very ogre-ish. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you have a, you have a rough time with the interns. Ogre was one of the interns. He, he pulled a knife on you. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh. Yeah, good times. So. Like, what what's going on now? Like, uh, why did he blame you for this? Well, he blamed me because he said that I pushed him over the edge to throw the dummy over the bridge. <laughs> and I guess his mother was listening. And, you know, and I started calling him an idiot and why would he do this? And, you know, who's raising him? He must have been raised by idiots. <laughs> so he was upset. His mother was upset. The whole family was upset. And um, I don't know. I... I just went home after it. I didn't really care. <laughs> uh, giant Brian, the original Giant Brian. Uh, well, how is what does it? that mean? Uh, there, there's, oh, another, giant Brian? there's another guy who, uh, who comes into the show. He calls himself Giant Brian. All right, I'm coming to Orlando. I'm going to beat that guy up. I can't wait. Throw him over a bridge. That would be nice. <laughs> Actually, thing. throw him over a bridge. The Giant Brian thing has caused some confusion with our intern here, Putin, who... Giant Brian, when you check your voicemail, you'll get a very uh, odd voicemail from our intern Putin who apparently was joking around because he thought you were the other giant Brian and I go I turn no, around and I go why are you being message, yeah, I heard that message it kind of like scared me for a second because I didn't know whose voice it was yeah he said he was going like, to stab him hey. if he doesn't call us back what the hell are you doing Putin you're you're the phone screener and you're in charge of talking to our guests you don't threaten their lives he was like, call me back. I'm giving your phone number out on the air. What the hell? <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> well, I got you to call back, so I really can't uh, be too mad at him. <laughs> All right. Hey, can people listen online to the DeBella show? Uh, yeah, WMGK.com. WMCK? MGK. GK. WMGK.com. And you got to go look at pictures of Giant Brian, too. He's funny to look at. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Arthur. All right, well, it's good. <laughs> it's good to talk to you. And by the way, where were you the other night? We needed you for something. You weren't around. What? When? There was something that we had planned for you. Wasn't there dubs and he stood us up? I never up? got a call that night. Oh, all right. Whatever. Well, let's do it Monday. All right, we'll do it up again. All right, there he is, Giant Brian. Thank you, my friend. WMGK. No one cares. Right. Happy, no one cares what this call is. I guess it doesn't matter. See you, dude. Yeah. Later, bro. Love that guy. <laughs> so funny. And he's such an instigator. Oh, too. yeah. 
He's like he's that prick that's just uh, trying to start fights everywhere but doesn't want to fight him. Had an intern pull a knife on him when we were at JFK. And normally you'd think, hey, that's shenanigans. That's not real. That's a skit. That's a bit. No. I was there. I saw the knife and I saw the craziness. Actually, we still have the knife. We do, don't we? Mm-hmm. We need someone like that. All right, the knife. There's someone that's really going to start a lot of crap. I got his other knife in the car. It's probably still got blood on it. Blood from what? Probably stabbed somebody. All right, Dubs, here's this that was sent to me by Skull Sauce. It's a bulletin, Central Florida bulletin, code Adam, alert level high. Just show it to them. Recent rash reports from Central Florida area Walmart customers indicate the possibility of an adult white male preying on young boys who are alone in the restroom. Image above is retrieved from a security camera from the most recent complaint. Victim stated the attacks... Uh, there was some small talk and then exposure. <laughs> it's on realradio.fm. That guy's a prick. <laughs> it's at your Central Florida Walmart. And it's what a ta- an ass. It's a tattoo of an ass with a buccaneer, buccaneer tattoo. Or a picture of an ass with a buccaneer tattoo. It was his night off. He got called. Well, he got canceled work tonight, so he had something to do. If you want, we can take it down. No, you can leave it up. People are going to actually think that's real news. <laughs> it's going to get passed around. I'm going to be on every wacky morning show next, tomorrow morning. You'll never guess what happened. Some douchebag with a buccaneer tattoo on his ass has been touching kids. Just as long as you plug realradio.fm. That's all we care about. That's, where, by the way, where you can see that. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You want to round out this list real fast? Yeah, we can do that. Want to do that next or you want me to do it now? Yeah, let's do it now. All right, here we go. Real fast. Moises Alou, apparently, um, let's see, what was his thing? He got run over um, by his son mm-hmm. uh, with a bicycle. <laughs> um, Glen Allen Hill, this is a great one. I remember this one. They started calling him Spider-Man. He had a nightmare about them. And fell out of his bed and threw his glass table. He had a nightmare, so he threw his glass table and got injured with it? No, he had a nightmare about spiders and fell out of his bed. Oh. And went through his glass to, went through his glass table. <laughs> um Alright, we'll take a break and come back and then we have the top five. These are actually pretty good. And there's that one, uh, the, the one that we teased, and some special ones. We'll do that real fast. We'll get into some other stuff, whatever you want. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Open door policy tonight from 10 to 11. It's the Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. For some reason, every time I hear a rap song come back, with, I think it's going to be the uh, Miami uh, Hurricanes Not rap yet. song. That one is uh, nasty, and we'll play it after 10. Right now it's 8 o'clock in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, actually around 840. Um, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, you're getting your money's worth. 407-916-1041, You know why? Because it's free. Exactly. Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger. I right, we'll run through these real fast. Have you ever had a stupid injury? Like one that you just... I've, uh, the only thing I've ever actually broke was my thumbs. And each time I did that, like the one time it was a work hazard and I was uh, moving wood up a uh, uh, thing of stairs, and I slipped, my thumb jammed into one of the stairs in front of me and actually cracked it right down the middle. The other time uh, I was really tired going to my uh, job as a landscaper, and 
I went to shut the door, the car door, fast, and I left my thumb in it, and that broke it right, crossed it. Oh, uh, man. The one, when I was playing sports, the one injury I had to sit out a game on was uh, I was at the uh, school dance the night before, partying up, jamming. I did some kind of dance move where I jumped in the air, landed on my uh, ankle, and uh, I played the first quarter, and I couldn't take it anymore. Are you a good dancer? Um, Obviously not. Awesome. Come on, I have great footwork if I'm landing on my ankles. Oh, wow. I think I tried to pull that thing where you... you uh, like it was part of it? Well, no, you uh, you uh, get on the, the chair and you uh, like you uh, step up, you put one foot on the bottom of the chair, one foot on the top of the chair, and you have it fall down and you're still walking. Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Didn't work out, huh? No. Right on my ankle. The the worst one that I had uh, was uh, I missed a baseball game over it. Actually, I, di- I, I couldn't catch, but I was able to still DH. Mm-hmm. Whenever I uh, go number one, I just you know I pull down everything because I wear tidy whities and shorts and um, and jeans. So you basically pee like an eight year old. Where you just kind of pull it down. Yeah, Dubs told me how they do it. Uh, what? I wasn't gonna let you pin that one on me. So I pulled it down and I like sprang my thumb really, really bad, pulling down my shorts and underwear to pee. And it was like <laughs> right before the game, and it was a real, real bad sprain. And I mean, a lot of the guys were around because it was behind the fence, and so they knew what I did. But I, you know, I played it off like, yeah, it's that big, you know, it's that big. I hurt myself. But in all actuality, it was because I was having trouble pulling down my tidy whities When are you going to give up the tidy whities I, I, I think that's why you uh, have trouble with growth. Oh, I know it is, because it, it keeps it very compact. Yeah, you got you to gotta go to it's the... It's too late now. It's not like I'm going to grow at this point. You can. Tie some weights to it. It doesn't work. Oh, it does. It doesn't work. It does. I want you to do that. I want you to tie a 10-pound weight to it. Or you can, like, pull things with it. You ever seen that before? Yeah, like you can pull a truck with the yeah. like, the world's I, the world's strongest Dugan contest. I you can get become a part of it. All right, Matt Albert says he was making fun of a kid as he was stepping off the bus, and then <laughs> and then on the step down he rolled his ankle and fell down the rest of the stairs and severely it. sprained it. Oh, you know how like when you get out of a car it raises. Oh, I can only imagine on the bus what he's yeah. doing. You think the bus does that when that mat gets off? I hear the stupidest sports injuries. Speaking of stairs, there's this guy, Clint Barnes. He fell down his stairs, broke his collarbone, carrying a frozen load of deer meat. And he was in the NL batting title race. Oh. When did that happen? Does it say a year? No, it didn't no. have a year on it. But it had to be fairly recently because um, it, it was given to him by Todd Helton. I do remember a story like that. I believe it might have been him. And uh, he was living in a place that didn't have an elevator. And he was, uh, I think this is him. That's yeah. the same story because it was in Colorado, I believe. Um, Sammy Sosa was out for a long time, strained ligament in his back from a violent sneeze. <laughs> Here's a guy, Marty Cordova. I'm not sure who he is, but he was out for a while. Because he got a sunburn. Now, it's not your average sunburn. He got it at the tanning salon. Oh, so he just stayed in the, like, the hex for way too long and couldn't move afterwards? Right. All right Death from Mindy, listening in Indianapolis, says, um, When Matt Albert fell 
and broke his ankle? Did gravy pour out? I'm not sure I'll ask. No, him. but it did register on the Richter scale. Uh, that Clint Barnes thing was this year. Yeah, I knew it was recent. Seth in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. We got Seth. Um, uh, did you guys cover Gus Barat when he played for the Skins? You know, I, that's what I was thinking of, where he headbutted the. Uh... Yeah, he headbutted the, like, the padded wall and like hit like a concrete beam or something. He was totally sprained his neck. He was out for the season. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Actually, that was number two on this list, Seth. Good job, thank you, buddy. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I was uh, thinking would be number one. Number one, Dubs. Brother of Martin Gramatica, Bill Gramatica. 42-yard field goal for the Arizona Cardinals to put them up 3-0 in the first half of a regular season game. Remember when they would jump up and down and celebrate mm-hmm. crazily? I do remember this, too. He comes down and tears his ACL, <laughs> cheering the fact that he hits a 42-yard field goal in the first half of a regular season game. Who was the uh, the quarterback for the Dolphins last year who... Uh... I think it was Jay Feely, maybe. Uh, who uh, Feely or Fieldler? I think they have both of them. Yeah, he uh, he w- jumped up or uh, no, someone patted him on the ass after they scored a touchdown, and he went down in pain holding his uh, thigh. <laughs> what? And limped over to the sidelines. Our honorable mentions on this thing: pitcher Adam Eaton stabbed himself while trying to open a DVD in 2001. <laughs> Now, I remember that one. Actually, I did that to myself the other day, and I, I couldn't stop bleeding. I was trying to open up some pills that I had, and I used these scissors and jam right in the index finger. Yeah, th- that finger will not stop bleeding either. You have to wrap it up and just, once you get stopped, it usually stops forever. But unless you get some pressure on it and uh, wrap it up with something, you aren't going to get that thing to stop. All right, Vince Coleman in 85 missed the World Series after getting caught in the tarp machine. <laughs> There was a Spanish goalie who missed the 2002 World Cup because he dropped a bottle of cologne on his foot. How, and much, this, this, how much of an ass do you have to feel like after something like that happens? It is a great one. Wade Boggs misses games after hurting himself putting his cowboy boots on. I'm from Texas, but that's what you get for wearing cowboy boots. I'm sure they were nice boots. I'm trying to think of other stupid injuries. Did I tell you about the time... I was at my dad's basketball game when he coached in the inner city in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And I had to be really young because I was running up and down, not up and down the bleachers, but like across the bleachers. It was a very yeah. empty place. And remember Star Wars? What was that thing that Luke Skywalker, Han Solo saved Luke in by cutting it open and putting him in it? Tauntaun. A taunt. Thank you, Putin. <laughs> so I. I had the toy Tauntaun, but yeah. I didn't bring it with me. Go in here. So I was using my fingers, playing like it was the Tauntaun. You mm-hmm. know, just a little child imagination. I had to be maybe five, six. Yeah. So the last thing I remember is playing the Tauntaun, going up and down the stairs, or, you know, on the bleachers. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I know, I wake up in this woman's lap with a lollipop in my mouth, crying. <laughs> I get, and I've never blacked out before. But apparently, uh, little fat Hefe didn't see the end of the bleachers and fell probably from 12 rows and broke my collarbone. Oh, wow. You broke your collarbone doing it, too. Yeah. And I've never, that's the only time I can, like, I don't recall anything. 
was that right there. Serves you right for taking your hand and pretending it to be a tauntaun. I didn't bring my toy with me, and I'm not interested in basketball at the time. I mean, I'm really young. Uh, one of the things we used to do at football games, you know, uh, the bleachers, you can get underneath them and climb up them, like, uh, like, uh, kind of like the beams and everything leading up the bleachers, like during, uh, the outside bleachers. Uh, we would go underneath there, climb up like a bunch of the uh, rows all the way up to the top and steal people's Pepsis that they left sitting there. And look up skirts. You can never really get a good look. And it was Michigan, so everybody's wearing pants and mm. long johns and everything. So we would, we would steal food and Pepsi from these people that are watching the games, and we would just gank it from them. Uh, I had a friend. He crawled up there to do it. He went to, went to grab a Pepsi, took a swig of it, leaned back, fell all the way down to the ground. And we didn't want anybody to know we were stealing stuff, so everybody just bolted and left him there laying on the ground. Oh, man. He could have broke his neck or something. We didn't care. You just worry about not getting busted. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any other major injury that I've had. There was the one time... My dad was a hard ass when I was growing up. And this son of a bitch. So I have to be maybe like 9 or 10. And I'm just learning how to, like, catch. You mm. know, I'm in baseball and we're playing and stuff like that. So we're out front playing catch. And we're throwing to each other. And he's like, two hands. Use two hands. Whole baseball thing. Use two hands. So my finger ends up hurting. And I don't know what the hell is going on. So I end up. I'm like, I, I I don't know what's wrong, you know, it hurts real bad, and he's like, be a man, you know, stop, you know, stop crying like a girl, this, that, and the other, you know, the typical dad mm-hmm. speech. And then he's yeah, making... a very nurturing speech that dads give. And then I'm like swinging the bat, and I'm like, I can't swing, my ring finger really hurts, I don't know what to do. So anyway, he leaves, whatever, that was his weekend time. I go back inside, and I tell my mom my finger really hurts. And so she's like, all right, well, we'll take you to the doctor. That son of a bitch broke my finger making me uh, use two hands. And then it was great because to this day, I can bring up, hey, remember the time you broke my finger? And then you, and you what, kept you calling, calling me a, a baby over it? Yeah. A wuss over it. And how old were you? I was like, I was a child. I was like yeah. 10, if that. I was like in the third, fourth it, grade. It, it's not like you were like a, a late teenager where, you know, he can call you a baby and everything. And if you break your finger, it's still not that big of a deal. You're 10 years old. Right, Bobo says he blacks out all the time. Yeah, so what? From heavy drug use, Bobo. Yeah. I had a similar story to that. When I was in the third grade, about a mile down the road from here, I fell off my bike. And for a week, my mom was, kept telling me I was the biggest wimp she knew, and she thought there was nothing wrong with me. I broke two bones in my leg. And for a week, I was hopping around on that thing. Retard. How do you fall off a bike? Stupid. What, it was raining. What are you? I, hit, I hit a rock What are you, a girl? Bugsy yeah. in Lake County, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. I was playing with the Tauntaun. Hey, hey, gentlemen, how you doing? Hey, bro. Hey, uh, I remember a while back, uh, David Cohn, who uh, used to pitch for the Yankees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his, uh, his mother's dog, I think, uh, he had a, it was a Jack Russell, uh, bit his pitching hand, and uh, he was out for a while. I forgot about that story. I do remember hearing yep. something like that. Yep, yep. He was out for, uh, I think, a like, couple of months or something. I do remember something very... Hey, remember the guy yeah. last year, William Tavares, who played for St. Yeah. Louis, who got pissed yeah. off and punched the wall and essentially yeah. was out for the rest of the... I think it was a series, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Kevin Brown, too, that knucklehead. Yeah, he Kevin... the wall, too. I have a feeling I know why it is that he gets all worked up. Hey, uh, let's let's all do a favor, too. Uh, let's 
convince Jimmy D to come out of the closet, all right? <laughs> Poor Jimmy D. <laughs> he hasn't been on the air in months, and people still mess with him. <laughs> Adam in College Park here in the Hideout on Real Radio. What up, Adam? Hey, man, I had a buddy in high school. We all went out and got drunk one night, and a friend of ours ran him over out in front of the girl's house we were at. <laughs> And no, nobody knew. Nobody saw it happen except for the dude driving the car and the kid it happened to. So he comes into the house, and he's telling us, oh, man, my leg, I got ran over, blah, blah, blah. And we're we're wasted. We're all drunk. <laughs> move, man, move. You need to walk. My buddy's a Marine. Be somebody. Walk, man. We made this kid walk around all night. He's crying, my leg, my leg. <laughs> Brought him back to my house. We all passed out, and we're all sleeping. Me and my other buddy made him walk around all night, wake up, and he's gone. He ended up going to the hospital. He was out for, like, the rest of the year. The kid couldn't walk on his leg for, like, three months. Oh, that's awful. He was wasted. We're like, you better walk, you little, you know, I don't yeah, want to no, swear nothing. But... Thank you, Adam. I appreciate all right, the phone call. have a good night, guys. Hey, have... you too. Be somebody. That's what you would be saying, Dubs. Be somebody. I'm I'm somebody with one leg. Leave me alone. Sinatra in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, dope? What's up, dude? How you doing? All right. All right. Uh, I got a little story for you. I was around eight. My little brother, he was around five years old. And my father had my brother by his hands. Now, this is how I remember it. My mother remembers it a different way, but my way is funnier. So <laughs> my father has my brother by his hands, and he's spinning him in a circle. You know, he's got his feet off the ground and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing. And my father lets go of my little brother. And my little brother goes flying like a frisbee, like a little human frisbee, and he cracks his head on the curb at Liberty State Park. Oh, oh my God. There's blood all over, because the the head bleeds like nothing else, you know? So there's blood all over my brother, all over my father's shirt, because my father's carrying him to the car and into the hospital. And I'm just sitting back, I'm eight years old, I think it's funny as hell. I mean, I'm a little scared, but it's still a little bit funny. All right, that reminded me of one, Sinatra. Thank you. This didn't happen to me, but it's something I did to my cousin. Real fast. My cousin Kyle, who's a firefighter now in Dallas. When we were, we were at my uh, his his brother, my cousin's baseball game, and it was one of his you know high school games or something, and we're playing in the parking lot. And we're playing with a metal bat and I think a tennis ball, which is a lot, which could be a lot of fun. For some reason, this idiot decides he's going to steal home while I'm batting right-handed. Okay? So he's stealing home. We're playing against the other kids who are there watching their big brothers, this, that, and the other. And on my back, I didn't know he was stealing home. On my backswing, busts him right in the eye. Right underneath the eye, and it is pouring. Blood is pouring. And for some reason, I get in trouble. I'm the one who got punished. Well, you hit him in the face. No, but this ass is stealing home in a uh, parking lot baseball game. Uh, one time, me and uh, my cousin were playing baseball, and uh, he, I'm, I'm catching. He swings the bat. Isolate that. He swings the bat and uh, lets go of it. For some reason, it goes up in the air, twirling, comes down, the big fat end, the barrel, hits me right on top of the head, <laughs> bounces off my head, goes over the uh, the fence into the neighbor's yard. What the hell? I don't know how it happened, 
But all I know is I look up, like I, I shake it off, I look up, I look over, the bat is in the uh, other yard. What the hell kind of rock do you have on your shoulders? See, I, I got hit in the head with a baseball bat. Just walking behind some guy with a bat, practicing a swing, there I was. Why would you walk that closely then? No, we were walking in the neighborhood. There wasn't even a game of baseball being played. Why would you follow anyone with a baseball bat? I wish he had killed you. Literally, I wish he had broken your neck. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Takes a little more than a bat. All right, let me try. All right, there's a bat right here. All right, we'll do that next in the hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. What you gonna do with all that junk? Friday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to be a part of the funniest night show in America. I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. We're your hosts in the hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. We were just talking about the, we were talking about the sports injuries, the silly sports injuries. We started thinking about the stupid stuff that we've done to ourselves. Ladies first in the hideout. Missy in Orlando. What do you got, Missy? Well... I was walking through the garage, running through the garage to uh, run to my boyfriend's car and, and you know, give him, give him a kiss before he leaves for work. I have my socks on, you know, those garage floors are slippery. To oh, yeah. Well, I slip, go face down. I land, like, with my, like, pretty on my throat and got 12 <laughs> stitches across my chin. All because you wanted to give him a kiss. Yeah, can you believe it? That's how dedicated I am. Are you still with him or no? Yes. All right, well, then it worked out. Did he yeah. laugh? Yeah. Well, afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I can understand afterwards when it's all said and done how stupid it is. And that's most of them until you look back and like, wow, right. this is the dumbest thing that I've ever done. Thank you, Missy. Appreciate the phone call. If that happens and you're already in your car, do you drive off or do you get out and see what happened? I think you see what happened. Yeah, if it's your chick, you probably got to see what happens. Jim in Winter Springs, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, how you doing? What you got, Duke? Hey, uh, I'm from Sinclair Shores, Michigan, and uh, nice. my family's in Sheboygan up north. <laughs> Oof. And uh, I went up there, and I was fishing with some cousins one time, and uh, I had a trouble hook on my line, and I went to cast it, and I felt when I you know, went to cast it, it tugged, and I, I, I did it a couple times, and I noticed behind me it's, it's caught underneath the eye of my cousin. Stop. You're lying. Oh. You have to be lying. This has oh. to be some sort of an no, urban absolutely legend. absolutely true. No, the hook, uh, two of the prongs went through the cheek underneath the eye. I didn't know I had them hooked, but uh, it was the biggest thing I could. Now, did you turn around and just laugh at him and say, ha, ha, you sissy? Oh, no. <laughs> Excuse me. I was, I was shocked. Uh, we had to go to Grandpa, and Grandpa cut it out, gave him a shot of whiskey, and I got my butt beat. <laughs> Why, though? It's not yeah, like you meant to do it. It, that no. pisses me off more than ever when you get your ass kicked over something that was completely an accident. Right. Well, thank. Uh, uh, safe fishing. Yeah, thank you, Jim. It's, I appreciate it. It's always the eye. I saw the same thing happen right here, like the the top part of your eye, that little yeah, piece the of skin. Yeah, the top wood. And it, uh, just a single hook got hooked right in there on the cast. How, you know, what are the chances of something like that happening? It's it's got to be one in a billion. I was watching the show and this kid. Uh, uh, he was out fishing, and uh, they were doing something, and uh, he, they, I think it was uh, more of a fly fishing type thing because he, he swung it in the air, and it had a pretty big hook on the end of it. When he swung it in the air, it came down, and the kid was a uh, kid was yawning right behind him at the same time, went all the way down his throat. No way. And 
I watched it. I watched the thing. It had all the uh, the uh, X-rays and everything from oh, it. Oh my god! And they went really quickly and did not pull, or it could have tore everything like just completely out of his uh, chest. Like it, it could have pulled that whole windpipe out. So they were smart enough not to pull it and try to get it out. They took him right to the hospital and had him. Uh, and he's fine. Yeah, he, he survived it. Again, a lot of these things are, if you tried it a thousand times, there's no way you could get it to happen. No. And Guys, the kid's just yawning, and a big hook goes down his throat. And how pissed do you have to be at that point, too? <laughs> Bam in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Bam? Yeah, I got this friend that he's so unlucky. I mean, this guy, one time, you know, he's real short, skinny guy, he used to... Uh, uh, be into golf and stuff like that. He got hit once in the in the mouth with uh, the club, right between the teeth. Uh, this kid was so skinny he fell one time uh, skateboarding and he broke his hand. <laughs> and uh, one time he was trying to do a kickflip, uh, and the skateboard was higher than his junk was. <laughs> and he did a kickflip and he got caught in the air. You know, like right. just. In the air, hanging with the board in between his legs, just oh, they, oh, oh, yeah. He he sounds just like uh, like what's his name from uh, like Samuel Jackson from Unbreakable, but he's the breakable one. He's the one constantly getting hurt. And oddly enough, being real skinny had nothing to do with any of those stories. Well, maybe he was frail. Maybe that's just what it was. He yeah, was a frail, tiny dude who. You, was, you get hit in the face with the baseball club. It doesn't matter if you're frail. Maybe that was just part of uh, his karma, growing up a real skinny, uh, douchey dude like you. Can we try it? Uh, test drones theory there? Ah, for some reason, he's annoying me right now. Douche chill. Because I'm next to you. <laughs> yes. Because you're in the same state. I'd like you in the office if you could from now on. Uh, Alan Haynes City, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys. Yep. I just wanted to tell you about a, a time when I was 10. I played Robin Hood with this buddy of mine. We had a, a bow oh. and a... A bow and an arrow, yeah, yeah. Did you I put on tights. the tights, you sissy? Yeah, exactly. No <laughs> tights, brother. You um, steal the virginity from the young? All right, go ahead, Al. Anyhow, there, there were these two big pine trees, and we kept shooting the one arrow we had Ooh. back and forth to each other. And and it'd go in the tree and then come down to the ground. Well, I picked it up and I shot it to him, and it hit his glasses and shoved into his nose, oh. right next to his nose and under his eye, was sticking out of his head. I, now, uh, did you think, this is awesome, I'm a great shot? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Freaking out, so we had to come up with with why he had this big hole in his face. <laughs> and now you lied, like the two of you were conspiring together while he's got an arrow in his face. Well, yeah, exactly. We pulled this thing out, and he went and told his mom he cut it on the barbed wire fence. Oh, my goodness. All right, hey, <sighs> thank you, Al. Appreciate Thanks, the story, buddy. Yeah. Now, did you uh, ever have one of those friends that uh, got hit with the, the, one of the lawn darts? No, 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 no. I had a friend who, uh, you, you remember long darts, don't you, where there was this big hoop and then there were these big darts, and you throw them across, it's kind of like horseshoes, you try to get it in that hoop. Okay. And it sticks into the ground. Oh, yeah, 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 all right. Uh, we were, for some reason, they let kids play with these back when we were kids. We were throwing them around. One of my friends throws it where my other friend is, takes his eye out completely, never got sight back in it again. So it went in the eye? Yeah. Again, the chances of throwing a lawn dart across the yard into an eye have to be one in a million. Yeah. I mean, no matter how good of a dart champion you are, it's hard to get that kind of bullseye from that kind of uh, length. 
to Hideout Real Radio 104.1-407-916-1041. These just really once-in-a-chance, like, injury stories. What did y'all yell? Bullseye? We yelled S. We, <laughs> again, we were afraid of getting trolled, so everybody ran. This kid's <laughs> That's what around. you guys are notorious. You and your crew, just you're cutting and running. And the kid's rolling around in pain, bleeding like a maniac. Ronnie and Sanford, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Ronnie? Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, do. Yeah, I've, got, I've been playing ball all my life, you know, competitive ball. Mm-hmm. But uh, after all that was over, I succumbed to slow-pitch softball. I was playing a ball for a, a industrial league and local company. And mm-hmm. I'm a big, tall, lanky, clutchy first baseman. So I'm, I'm going for this ball. Hit between first and second. I got a size 13 feet. When I go down to, to grab the ball, I step on my glove, and it catapults me to the ground so fast, you don't even know what happened. My glasses broke. I ended up with uh, two vertebrae cracked, <laughs> which we didn't even know about until later. But to get catapulted that fast when you're running to the ground is, uh, well, it's fast. Yeah, and it makes you feel stupid, too, Ronnie. I mean, that's one of the biggest things yeah. about it. You just feel like a retard when something like that happens. You're so the the injury is not even close to the embarrassment you feel. You know? Alright, is this a setup? Alright, be ready for a setup. Margarita in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Margarita? Hey guys, I want to tell you Olivia. Oh wow, thank you. Now where's the where's the where's the But But Is there anything bad coming up? No. Okay. Oh, that's, wow, that's really nice then. I thank just want to tell you guys you're so nice. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, sweetie. I appreciate that. Hey, hideout. That's very nice of her. Oh, somebody's sending me lawn dart pictures. All right, we got to take a break. Are we late? Yeah. Or are we early? No, we're late. These commercials getting out. Oh, we don't have to break? Hey, we don't have to break. How about that? Nice. Magic. Jerry in Winter Park here in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Hefe? Yo, dude. I don't forget J-Dubs. Go ahead. Hey, J-Dubs. Hey. Uh, <laughs> just like I got, I've been riding a motorcycle for like five years. Last month, I get hit by a car coming out of uh, UCF. Completely totals my bike. Insurance picks up the bill. I go and pick up my new bike. That same day, I get hit by another white explorer. Pulls my bike again. Okay, man. You are you. So you just done with the bikes then? Uh, actually, no. I just picked up another one. I right, would well, stay off the road maybe for a month or two. Yeah, I've been trying. Uh, all right, man. Well, uh, that's awful. Uh, thank you, dude. I now want Margarita to call back. Why? Why? You should have invited her up here. Well, she's always... Everybody's invited up for the open-door policy from 10 to 11. They know that. Yeah, with a girl, you got to say, we, we'd we really like you to come. That was very nice of her. I don't care, really. <laughs> I'm more worried about myself. <laughs> Mr. Bookman in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, my friend? I worked with a guy. Uh, we have occasionally had to open Superman holes, maybe. Guys and type of pipes in the hole. Mm-hmm. Guy putting the putting the lid back, stepping on it with his kind of smooth it into the hole and kind of flipped it over and ended, ended up with basically his whole leg in the hole. And man, falling into a manhole. Yeah. How many times much, that happened to you, Bob? Do show. How many times do you find yourself in one of those? Never. Mo. Not enough, as you tell us off the air. Not enough manholes for you in Orlando. 
No. I need to pop the cover off some of those. Brian and Apopka, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, guys? How you doing tonight? Yo, dude, we're uh, outstanding. Friday night, uh, tropical depression on its way. It's great. Yeah, I know. What? I can't believe it. But mm-hmm. anyway, I just wanted to follow up with uh, my own fishing story. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it was probably about six months ago. Me and two of my best friends and my girlfriend decide we're all going to go out on the boat and do some bass fishing. And uh, the whole time, my girlfriend's, like, freaking out, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get a hook in my eye. And we're all like, no, that doesn't ever happen. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and, uh, sure enough, my friend casts out, gets caught up on a bush, pulls it right towards his own face, and it's like a Rapala lure. And the treble hook catches him, one hook uh, below his eyelid and the other one on the top eyelid, and it went all the way through. And uh, so she's freaking out, and we actually continued to fish for about an hour. <laughs> and um, and he just had a big lure hanging on his head? <laughs> yeah, with blue hair. And um, <laughs> and uh, I got a mohawk, and, you know, we just look like a bunch of freaks out there. And uh, we get back to the apartment and go inside, and he's like, what the hell do I do? We're like, ah, well, you can't go to the hospital. You got no insurance. So oh. we, like, five of us held him down on the floor. Put like some uh, some vodka on it and uh, pushed it through with some ne- needle nose pliers, oh. clipped it and pulled it back out the other way. Oh, that's horrific, Brian! Oh my God! Thank you for the phone call. Everybody in here's holding their eyes right now. And you know what the treble hooks are, right? Yeah. Uh, you know what? And what's ironic about this? Coming up tonight for the open door policy in the helmet of pain. Speaking of eyes, Chunks does the lemon eye drops. And Daron told me he wanted to do something called a brown eye drop. I'm not sure what that is. Neither am I. What are you talking about? But I, we'll get to that later, and I'm sure you'll have something in mind. Tim and Coco Beach here in the hideout. What you got, Tim? Yeah, what's going on, hideout? Hey, dope. Hey, I had actually had a friend of mine who was putting a rebel flag across the seat of his truck and using a bungee cord, and just about the time he hooked it on one side, pulled it across to the other side, and just about the time he got ready to latch it, he looked over and the bungee cord broke loose, and actually the hook came through and caught him, went through his eye and into his nose and broke his nose. All right, you know what? He deserved it. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> there you go. That's how you get your rebel flag. I'm sorry. Uh, Heritage, not hate. No, it's hate. God bless you, and I like you, just not your friend. <laughs> we all have these stories. Whites only in the passenger seat. Right. Mm. And we all have these stories. It's amazing when you think about it, too. Mm-hmm. I've never heard so many fishing uh, hook. I will never go fishing now. Or if I go, sunglasses, Oakley's, wraparound. Or maybe, you know, you just go with, like, harpooning. You're just trying to stab them like you're, uh, like you're a... Uh, yeah, nothing will go wrong there. Spear fishing. Yeah, spear fishing. Or, you know, do it like a bear and just kind of club it with your hands. Uh, ladies first in the hideout, Terry in New Smyrna. What do you got, Terry? Uh, like three weeks ago, um, my husband was driving in town, and he hit a parked 1990 Red Dodge cell. How? So, and totaled his car. Didn't driving a red 1990 Dodge cell. All right, so now this isn't even about getting hurt, but you guys just had some awful luck. With the stealth. Yeah. I know, man. Who well, even knew I there were so many? Thank you, Terry. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've seen a stealth on the road in forever. 
Well, it could have been the same people. Is it literally? No, said, she said it was a different one because probably they added tra- trade information on the first one and on the second one. Those were big in like what, 96, 95? Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were really big uh, right when I started driving. I was like, yeah, man, I want to go get me a stealth. Yeah, someone had a new red stealth. I remember that actually. Uh-huh. Someone had a new red stealth in my school, and I was like, wow. All the dudes wanted a stealth, all the chicks wanted a neon. What <laughs> a neon. I, true. It's so, you're right. It's so absolutely true. Neon. They stopped making those too now. All right, Matt Albert has a question. Actually, more of an observation. He goes, is it me, or does Jerome seem to be getting more and more nasally? I'm open to take it. Trying to change my voice so Chunks can't imitate it. Good job. By the way, Chunks now doing a killer impression of Jack from the Phillips file. Yeah, I guess Otto's been doing an impression of uh, Chunks lately, so uh, for some reason, Chunks has to go take it out on Jack. Well, because he laughed. And Otto's a little bit harder to get down, but I'll get him down. Probably by the end of the I, week. Will you please start trying to work on impressions? I mean, God bless everyone in this building, but how about a nice W impression? I, I can, I'm working on it. Let no. Me, let me hear your jack real quick. That's all you need to know from RealRadio.fm. 104.1. It's not .fm, it's 104.1. Wow, that was bad. Sounded exactly like him. Everyone in the building. It sounded said like it. you just saying that's all you need to know from Real Radio 104.1. I'm telling you, his impressions are the worst. Oh, they're great. All right, give me your W then. The one you've been working on. You're so proud of right now. I'm W. <laughs> what the? Just because you say I'm W, that doesn't mean. Today we are playing the baseball game. What? What is that? That's. I think that's more Sagarius. It's Forrest Gump. All right, you know what? Let's do the hideout headline game show. Be a winner and get caught up on the day's headlines. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Those of you who are on hold, if you like, you can be first up to play the game. Otherwise, you get in right now. We only have room for five players, so call immediately. Uh, I wanted to say that. Uh, why did you? Who's that? Um, I think you know. Thanks, Porno Dan. Uh, give me your uh, Donald Trump. Give me that one. Don Donald Trump, you're fired. <laughs> Is that Ted hey, Kennedy? Did, did he get Russian all of a sudden? You're fired. All right, uh, you how, are fired. Do you drunky the bear? <laughs> drunky? Hey, what the, Ross, I don't know. See, he can do that one, happened. but he can't do a I, W. I got one. <laughs> Take a break. we come back. <laughs> Hideout Real Radio. Hideout Headline Game Show. Be a winner now with Real Radio 104.1. No, can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. Is the trick? Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? Headlines Game Show. Headlines Game Show. Mo. Yeah. Mo. Mo. Alright, we got a couple open slots. Your time to be a winner right now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. You call now. You play the Hideout Headline Game Show in which there are five categories. World, National, Local, Sports, and Entertainment News. True, false, multiple choice, fill in the blank. Ladies first, as usual, in the hideout. That's the way we roll. 
and heretics also to the front of the line. The special uh, hardcore listeners of this uh, very radio program. And then uh, from there, J-Dubs, we learn a little something and we give out some prizes. We go with Ted in Orlando. You're first up, my friend. What do you got? Hey, Ted. World, uh, hey, what's going on? World National Local Sports Entertainment. What do you want? Entertainment. All right, here's entertainment news with Poopoon. Entertainment news is multiple choice tonight, sir. A group of U.S. attorneys general is calling on Hollywood to put what kind of PSAs in DVD releases? Is it A, anti-smoking ads, B, sex education ads, C, anti-terrorism PSAs, or D, driver education? Oh, jeez. Uh, let's go with A. Anti-smoking ads, you know what the hell is going on, sir. That's Hold correct. Hold on, Ted. Congratulations. I was thinking with how crazy this country is getting uh, lately. I was thinking that anti-terrorism. So it's an anti-smoking ad in the DVDs that maybe have smoking in the uh, movies? That is correct, sir, because a recent study come from Dartmouth Medical School says that kids are up at risk. If they watch people smoking in movies, they're likely to pick up the habit. Yeah, I, I remember I remember that study, and I remember uh, them uh, petitioning to get smoking completely taken out of movies. That's such crap. By the way, I watch Sex and the City now because it's on after the show, and, you know, that's what I'm watching. It's so funny to see her on there smoking. I guess whoever the lead chick is. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker? Yeah. Horse face. You watching it on cable or on the movie channel? No, it's on um yeah, they, they play 18, it on. WB18. Yeah, you're missing the nudity. I don't, even, I don't miss it. I don't know. Not particularly. All right. I don't even know where they fit it in. I mean, I guess maybe they, what's what they cut out for the yeah. commercials. By the way, India, Death from Mindy says Putin's song makes him wish he had a, um, a rope long enough and a stool to kick out. Who said that? Death from Mindy. It's a big fan of yours. Kevin, who's downtown? Here we go. Hideout Headline Game Show. World, national, local, or sports? What do you want, my friend? Uh, sports. All right, here's sports news with Putin. Sports news is fill in the blank tonight, sir. Which famous boxer this weekend will attend the opening of his $82 million self-named museum slash center for education in his hometown of Louisville? Um, Muhammad Ali. That's correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. All right. Nice. Two for two tonight. Good job, guys. I'm pulling for a clean sweep on this one. So, Muhammad, $82 million facility? Yeah, it's a, it's pretty impressive. It's going to serve as sort of a museum of all his awards, his Olympic medals and all that stuff. And um, it's also, I'm not sure what kind of education they're going to have, but it's going to be cooperation between the University of Louisville and the United Nations. So I'm thinking, also, you know, it's got to be like civil rights, uh, equality, and all that good stuff. Yeah, he, this guy is such a big uh, name around the world that 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 place will make its money back, no problem. I wish I know he came out a lot right after 9/11 and was trying to talk about, hey, you know, Islam is not that bad. Him, I remember Hakeem Olajuwon was another one, great who played for the Rockets, tried to do the whole thing of we're not all crazies. Well, then that's what people over in the Middle East think about uh, a lot of us Christians that. Uh, you know, that they think that our, you know, just because of a, a few crazies, everybody's Christian is just a nutbag. Exactly. And it's just a few bad apples that just completely screw over one everybody's perception. Ruin it for everybody. Our hideout headline game show, but Kevin. Scientologists are nutbags. Right. Kevin, number two in Orlando. You're next up. World, national, or local. What do you want, my friend? National. All right, here's national with uh, Mikey Appel. National news is true or false, sir. Congress today approved a $50 app. Can I start that again? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
Uh, Congress today approved a $50 billion spending cut uh, on federal benefits programs, but they also approved a $60 billion tax cut. Is that true or is that false? True. You know what the hell is going on, sir. Nice. Keeping going the streak. All right, so hold on a second. They approved cutting $50 million from what? Uh, federal benefits programs, i.e. little kids who don't have health care or no money. All right, so they're taking away... Oh, and legal immigrants now don't get to apply for food stamps until they've been here for seven years now. How many, legal, like legal immigrants. Legal. Not illegal, but legal. legal. How legal, many legal, How legal. many years was that before? Uh, like five, and now I think it's either seven or eight. All right, so they cut benefits of American citizens... And probably more uh, even benefits for children and the elderly, things like Medicaid, stuff like that. And then they also give $60 million in tax cuts. $60 billion, yes. $60 billion? $60 billion and $50 billion. Billion dollars. Billion, billion. Billion. So we uh, wow. cut $50 billion in spending. A plus George Bush trying to cut down on his deficit. Uh, but then he did the. Then they're doing the sixty billion dollar tax cut, which, which means we're actually ten billion dollars worse off than, than we before. Were be- oh, this isn't so good. I just I thought this was a good story, but <laughs> mm, sorry, Hefe. I don't know. It, it, it still doesn't seem to make sense to me. It seems all craziness. All right, Mark in Orlando, you're on the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Mark? How you doing? All right, here we go. World or local? Uh, let's do local. Local is fill-in-the-blank, sir. Which Central Florida County Sheriff is in trouble for paying his employees to substitute teach his class at FMU for him? Uh, man, I don't have a clue. It's on the tip of my tongue. I, I think I... Sorry, man, I'm out. All right, that's right. I apologize. He, he admitted he didn't have a clue, though. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Orange County Sheriff Kevin Berry. All right, let's wrap it up with uh, World with Steve in Orlando. Here we go, Steve. Alright. World is multiple choice tonight, sir. An Argentine artist has created a $215 pair of sneakers, especially equipped with a flashlight, compass, and map. For who? Is it A, hikers, B, the military, C, private pilots, or D, illegal immigrants? Uh, D. What'd you say? D. D? Illegal immigrants, yeah. That is correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. Right on. I don't want some of these shoes. You're legal, Hefe. They you know, sound cool. Well, I'm probably leaving. <laughs> All right, so let me figure. Turn off the stupid music. I think that's what's getting us confused. All right, so fifty million dollars, fifty billion dollars in cuts to federal aid programs. Yes, correct. All right, so that's fifty million, fifty billion dollars we're losing. All right, so he was trying to trim the deficit, but he was doing it by taking away. Taking away programs. Taking away programs. Then on top of that, he cuts taxes by $60 billion. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he he didn't particularly. It was the Republicans oh, in the, the Repu- Senate and House. All right, all right, so Congress did then. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to label it all on the president. So the Congress, the Republican-dominated Congress, cuts $60 billion in taxes, which, in all honesty, we need that. For fighting a war. Fighting a war funding these federal programs, or worse yet, paying down the deficit. So it does seem bad. It does. Yeah, seem it's bad. definitely bad. It's definitely, uh, we aren't coming out ahead of, again. You know, you, you cut stuff to uh, make more money, you know, but then you fill it up again, 
overfill it with uh, another tax cut. Dude, I'm reading this book, this Franken book, and I'm just about to finish it. i got like 20 pages left. And I am reading like just billions of dollars from this war missing and unaccounted mm-hmm. for. Um, Halliburton, I, they can't account for like $1.8 billion of the $7 billion contract that they got. I was watching an interview with one of the uh, main generals over there, or uh, I, I can't remember which guy it was. Uh, he His excuse for it, and he said, really, there is no excuse for the missing money, but he uh, the excuse he tried to run was um, <clears throat> that uh, they didn't have a, a regular like accounting and uh, treasury area set up there. So they're just sending money over there with no one really taking account of what money was going through there. And then I'm reading more about, like, they bring in this dude, uh, Brimmer, Brimmer something, I guess is his name, Scott Brimmer, Paul Brimmer, to run things after the other guy didn't agree exactly what was going on in the Bush-Cheney handbook of how to try to, quote-unquote, reconstruct Iraq. And this Brimmer guy goes in there, and he fires all of, like, of the support, like, the government people who know how to hold things together and just kind of run the cities, mm-hmm. run the, you know, the country. He fires all the military before taking away their their arms. Yeah, the uh, the Iraqi military. Right, the, yeah. mil- the Iraqi military. So here you have all this Iraqi military who he could have used to help maybe, you know, protect from the looting... Or at least you got to disarm them before you... Uh... Right, but he, he hands out 400,000 pink slips, and they all still have their guns. And then the other big thing was about this, like, weapon stock load that we all remember hearing about that was just getting looted. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, literally enough bombs for every man, woman, and child there, essentially, in, uh, in Iraq. And just the stuff getting taken away, and that's probably the stuff that's being used against, against our us. troops. And we could have had control over that if we planned accordingly. All because this administration had no clue as to what to do when going in there in Iraq. Yet we had enough tanks to surround the oil stockades, and that's it. We got it. We had, we had enough to protect the oil, but not all these weapons. Dude, it's insanity, man, what's going on there. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Now, before we head to break, uh, I just want to tell you that uh, a new hideout listener that we haven't seen up here has uh, just come up for the open door policy. I brought him up and put him in the green room. Uh, his name's Daryl, and he was very interested in our conversation last night about uh, college and if it's needed or not. And I guess he was going around asking all, uh, like, you know, talking about it with all of his friends, and he wanted to uh, take our temperature on it again sometime tonight. All right, we'll chat with him during the open door about that. I have no problem about that. Let's go, Sir Gary. All right, we got to take a break. Actually, we can't get behind. There's so much more to do, but we just can't get behind. I will take a break, and we'll come back. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I like the Franken book, The Truth With Jokes, because it affirms a lot of the stuff that I've been thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. So because of that, maybe I want to read a book on the right. You know what I mean? See if maybe I can balance it a little bit. Try to actually be to inform yeah, myself you, on both sides. You know when you get Frank and you're getting one side of the story. Yeah, but I'm telling you, man, like with Fahrenheit 9-11 or any of these things, 
even if only 25% of it is true, it is disturbing beyond disturbing how corrupt our government is right now. I'm, I'm not even talking just Republicans, although they're the big part of it. They're Democrats who are guilty, too. Our government needs an enema. It needs to be so douched. So do I. It needs to be douched. Hmm? Not you. Well, let's take a break and come back. I'm really, dude, I'm thinking about getting heavily involved with the upcoming election. Yeah? I don't know what I'm going to do, but I want to do something in 06. Well, I, I know uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, engagements going around the country right now with the Democratic Party. and uh, I don't even I'll, know if I want to get involved with them, though, man. Uh, okay. They're such a disappointment to me. Well, I've signed up to work the polls. Did you? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you tell me? You're going to work in a poll. You know I like to get involved with that. Yeah. You like the poll, don't you? Shut up. We already knew what we were doing, stupid. No need for you to point it out. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Friday night, the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Open door policy from uh, 10 to 11 in about 20 minutes. 407-916-1041. A couple of quick phone calls. We'll get to our guest who's here in studio with us, Tubbs. Going to learn a little something. Uh, ladies first in the Hideout. Tina who's out by UCF. What do you got, sweetie? Hello, I'm Tina. Um, I just want to uh, say a little something about the uh, war that's going on. Um, I'm a UCF senior, and uh, I've been a part of this club um, called Campus Peace Action now. And um, on Thursday, we actually, or no, it was Wednesday, excuse me, um, we had a really long string that was about three football fields long, and it had um, each piece of paper on it had the face the name and where the soldier was from of all the deceased soldiers um, that have died in this war, which is two, over 260 now. Um, you mean and, 2060, uh, you mean? Yeah, 2060. Right. Yeah, and uh, we marched around campus. Um, we had a lot of help. It was a really long string. And we ended up at this lawn, and uh, we had speakers and music and signs and flyering. And Is, are you seeing that a lot of more people are showing up at the protest now? Yeah, yeah. And I also went to a protest, the protest that was back in uh, September in D.C. We took about 40 people from UCF um, up to the protest, and that that um, that was really amazing. Um, they misquoted in a lot of the uh, media that came out from that, but there was about 300,000 people there. Yeah, you know, in fact, Dubs and I went up when we were in D.C. We went to the March for Women's Lives, which is a big, like, kind of pro-choice rally, and there were well over a million people there. Yeah. I wow. mean, it, that the mall was packed. The best thing about it was uh, I got to take my uh, picture with a woman dressed up as a huge vagina. <laughs> it was so funny. She was holding a baby. Yeah, so it looked like the ba- like she had just given birth. It was cute. I stole this picture somewhere. I know, we got to find those. They're on a phone. Uh, let's go to uh, Sir Gary the Prophet, hideout, headline, uh, hideout news director. Sir Gary. Gary, how you coming tonight? You got any of this uh, in, your, uh, in your news update for us? Uh, about about uh, UCF? Anything that's <laughs> going on, Sir Gary. What do you have, my friend? Let's see. Well, I, uh, tonight I got... Um, the uh, Robert Blake, they 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 uh, gave him the uh, the verdict today on his, his case. You know that was actually a big one. They finally came down in the civil uh, 
case that he was somehow responsible, Robert Blake, for yes. the for the, uh, for the uh, death of his wife. So he has to pay out monetarily. And now I don't know, but did anything have has anything ever happened from the actual like trial? Whether or not was he guilty? No, or not? not guilty. Okay, but all right. So this one happened. Wow. All right. Uh, hey, what else is going on, Sir Gary? Thank you for that little nugget. Yeah, that was a good one. You're welcome. Also, also, um, uh, I'd say that the uh, Real Radio 104.1 is the best radio station in the Central Florida area in the whole universe. You know what? You're so right. So, Gary, where are you going to be appearing on Sunday? I'll be at New Hope Primitive Baptist Church in Middle of Street, Winter Garden, just past Ace Hardware at 1030. Uh, we're going to be at We have dinner and grill. So, the one the public's invited us. That's outstanding, so Gary. You're the greatest. You're the greatest in the universe. You Thank are. You, All right. The whole universe. Nightmare Dave in South Orlando. You're in the hideout. We got Nightmare Dave. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, dope. Uh, you, earlier, you guys were ragging on Chunks and his uh, impersonations. Mm-hmm. I did hear him do one that he did quite well at the uh, uh, live broadcast at Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. He did the uh, Big Gay Al thing when we were doing the uh, Whose Weekend Was It? He did that like almost perfect. I chunks. Let me hear the Jesus Christ. Let me hear that. The Mr. Slave. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Let me hear the other one. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's pretty good. Chunks do gay stuff quite well. Yeah, that's the one thing we can do in here. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll chat with our guest, J Dubs. Mm -hmm. From what I understand, maybe a friend of Chunks. Wow, I mean that—that's reason enough to have him on the show. Chunks has finally found a friend. Yeah. yeah, we'll just yeah. talk to him about that and how awful that has to be. <laughs> Hold on. Gretchen and Claremont, you're in the hideout. We got Gretchen. Hi. Um, I heard you talking about Michael Moore and his movie, Fahrenheit 11, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. But his, have you ever seen the Bowling for Columbine movie by of him? Of course. Oh, yeah, I own that one. I got that one, Roger and Me. He has uh, a new one yeah. coming out, uh, Sicko. Sicko. Can't wait for Sicko. I know. As soon as I saw it, I had to buy it because, you know, Watch it a couple times, you'll get different things, and mm-hmm. there's so much content. And it, the way they got Walmart to stop selling bullets was amazing. And Kmart. See, it, was, it was Kmart that yeah. ended up doing oh, it. Kmart, that's right. Yeah. Um. You know, and hey, look, whether or not you like Michael Moore, and people talk about, well, he's profiting from what he's doing. Of course. Everybody's profiting from what they're doing, you know, and he's actually oh, yeah. getting a message what, out do you, there. Do you think the president's doing it for charity? He gets paid. On you look and you see what the Cheneys are making from the Halliburton and the stock that the family owns. It's got to drive you crazy. Thank you, Gretchen. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Rich is a little disappointed. Hmm. What, no black guy crimes? I know. Sir Gary didn't have a black guy crime today. But he did give us the, the news about Robert Blake, yeah. which Putin somehow missed out on. I chose not to. <laughs> Why? You don't like Robert Blake? I don't really know who he is. Boy. Hey, did you get to go see Harry Potter today, Putin? Shut it! Guess it didn't happen. He wanted to take the night off for Harry Potter. I'll Sorry. kill you, Chunks. Chunks got to see it. He's going to try to spoil it for him. All right, let's take a break and come back with our guest. Also, open door policy here in about 13 minutes. Open up the doors to the hideout so that you can see what goes on firsthand. And speaking of Chunks, two stunts tonight. By the executive producer of the hideout. The self-inflicted rug burns. Helmet of pain. And the uh, hideout fantasy football helmet of pain. And then the lemon eye drops. Helmet of pain. It's next on the hideout, Rogue Radio 104.1. The hideout, Rogue Radio 104.1. Friday night in the hideout. 
Uh, don't forget that Russ is out at Latitudes tonight. Party downtown. What is it, 60 feet in the air, open uh, open air bar. Good time with Russ and uh, the monsters out there at Latitudes. Always a very fun time, J-Dubs. Open door happening here in just a little bit. We open up the doors of the hideout. Everybody comes in. Chunks has some uh, helmet of pain stunts to pay off from the hideout fantasy football league. So we'll get to that. First, I want to welcome in Steve Miller. Not the Steve Miller, but a uh, another one. Probably another uh, guy who has uh, the same name, shares it with a million other guys. But um, Steve Miller is with um, the John Lennon Education Tour Bus. That's JLSC.com, Dubs. Mm-hmm. And now you're a buddy of Chunks, is that correct? Unfortunately, yeah. How long you known uh, Chubbs there? About a year or two now, going on something like that. How'd y'all meet, Chunks? What's that about? They just kind of, just kind of like casually. Um, what? Not, in a bathroom? Yeah, not not, not that not? casually. Yeah, no, about to say, yeah, you know, no, not like a pool that. Hall, but. I think, yeah, I think it was probably a bungalow. And uh, <laughs> actually. Uh, you met, okay, you okay. met him. You met him. Yeah. At, hold on a second. You met him at the bung. Yeah. <laughs> and um, actually, um, uh, he was back in Virginia when I happened to be, and we had, he had a killer party, so I was hanging out there for a while. It's pretty fun. What are you? Weekend at Bernie's now? I know. Killer party. <laughs> killer party. It's the '80s. I'm dead tired. I don't get out much. Oh, I wish I was with that dude. <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what What's Steve that? does, he's it's a J. LSC.com, the John Lennon uh, Educational Tour Bus. What is this? Because apparently you got a really cool gig happening over there, right? Yeah, it's a uh, it's a mobile recording studio, and basically what we do is we travel the country in Canada, teaching uh, students of all ages how to write songs and produce music videos for free. Oh wow! wow. So that's that's the gist of it, basically. So, in a so, nutshell. All right. So you guys are. I mean, where do you guys put put the put the bus then? I mean, do you say, hey, we're going to be so and so? Are you guys here in Orlando right now, or no? We're actually. Uh, well, the bus is here right now. The the bus stays uh, in Florida. It's getting worked on it right now by our bus driver Tony. He's working on it right now. We do a uh, ten month tours and the two months off, November and December. The bus is getting worked on. Besides that, we're thirty six or more states in Canada right now. All right. So you guys are going around teaching people then how to. How to write their music, how to produce it, and get it out they, there for free? They come on board. We teach them how to write, record, engineer, produce music. Once we're done writing and recording a song, we make a music video with them, teach them how to produce it and engineer it. At the end of the day, eight hours later, they leave the bus with the free Maxell DVD of their music video for free just so they can learn wow. how to do it. Uh, this is the coolest thing that I've ever heard of. Yeah, anybody anybody in the U.S. and now Canada can be a part of this very easily. All right, it's the John Lennon Educational Tour Bus, JLSC.com, and it's all free? I mean, how are you guys doing it's this? It's all free. You, you can go to the website. You, uh, we can get in touch with you. People find us. And uh, it's just we go to you know, high schools, colleges, community centers, you know, whatever, uh, housing projects, urban areas, whatever, and we try to expose kids to, you know, let them be the producers for the day type stuff. I right, so how swamped are you getting then doing this when when the word gets out? Well, the funny thing is, since we're uh, since we're a nonprofit, it's not like you have to triangulate how we're gonna get paid. It's like, you know, all right, damn, we got four days off. We happen to be here. We get a call. It's like, all right, we can come do something. But everything is definitely scheduled well in advance. We work with local media groups, doing big events. You know, we make little villages everywhere we go, and just uh, bring the community together through music. Man, that is that is a really cool thing. So you guys go on tour, tour, uh, go on tour too, like maybe the Warp Tour and stuff like that. Yeah, we've done the we've done the Warp Tour the last six years. When we do the Warp Tour, we either have correspondents come in and like kids come work with us. But since we're a mobile recording studio, every single band on the Warp Tour has free reign to come on our bus, and we will record, engineer, and produce them. 
for free. You know, we just set up a timesheet, let them come on board, and every single band on the Warped Tour does this for free with us. Uh, so, I mean, I guess you like, uh, were you guys on the tour this last go-round? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. you guys are hanging out with My Chemical Romance, Atreyu, The Offspring, all that kind of stuff? Not those guys. We had a lot of the, we had, uh, Tim was going to come out for a while. We had a lot of the guys from Avenged 7 come out. Uh, we got, we became very good friends with the guys from Fallout Boy. Uh, May was on the board a lot. So we had a lot of our, a lot of acts come on board. And every band that comes on there is free reign for whatever they want to do as long as we got time and, uh, we're awake basically. <laughs> Uh, talking to Steve Miller from the John Lennon Educational Tour Bus, JLSC.com. All right, so you guys are working with uh, every range then. When you're helping people write music, it's not just rap stuff. You're also doing rock or... We've done we've done bluegrass, we've done rock, we've done hip-hop. The youngest kid we had last year was seven. The oldest kid we had last year was 67. All right, so are you seeing then that there's so much musical talent out there probably that just isn't getting heard or getting well, seen? or It's amazing because uh, all the engineers in the bus are very privileged because we work with some of the best artists in the world. And when I say that, I mean like 14-year-olds at high schools that pick up a guitar and shred it better than I could ever shred a guitar. I mean, we're, we're all very privileged to... You know, not only you know be a part of showing them how to record things, but these are kids that are in areas where they don't have the money or the means to be in a recording studio. We give it to them for free. You know, open them up to what they could possibly do and give wow. them the shot, and make a music video all in the same day. Like, this is maybe one of the coolest things that I've ever heard of. Yeah, J- you know, it's a good thing to be a part of, man. JLSC.com. So Steve, a uh, buddy of Chunk's doing this. How are you getting paid? I mean, it's a nonprofit thing. You getting paid well enough? You doing it for the love of it and the traveling and getting to see the. Uh, the nor- you know North America? Yeah, I mean it's it's no rent. Uh, our sponsors, we have a lot of huge sponsors that take care of us. You know, I was up here doing training for Apple, and we have all these huge sponsors that take care of us 100%. And uh, you know, we get funding through them and funding through other activities we do. But we don't charge any of the high schools or colleges we go to. We're 100% nonprofit. Now, uh, how did you get into this? Like, what what was that path like? The bus or just recording in general? Well, the bus. Like you had, cause, yeah, because well, the bus was a gunpoint actually. They kind of just told me to get on, but hey, uh, uh, get on, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, basically. But and uh, drop. No, I, I did some work last year. Whenever engineers were sick or were gone, they uh, they just kind of I got my resume floated to them, and you know they, they're like, well, you look good on paper. Can you do what you can? You know, your paper says you can do. And I started working with them, and you know, a year and a half later, here I am, and I'll be on tour next year. I got a question for. I don't know if you've already mentioned this. I didn't hear that you did. Is there a what is the connection with John Lennon in this? Well, and the, can we meet him on the bus? Yeah, if you, if you go there, we'll sit in the back of a seance. It'll be beautiful, man. It'll be great. But uh, the connection there is whenever the bus started, it originally was a songwriting contest, and the bus started. But they were looking for an icon that was obviously a beautiful musician, a beautiful person. And our boss, Brian Rothschild, went to Yoko with the idea. Yoko thought it was a great idea and gave us her blessings and permission to use John's name and his self-portrait inside I, of our bus. Maybe I don't hate her so much then. I never really had a reason uh, to, you, but everyone hated you ne- her. You never hate her personally. You just hate her uh, singing ability. <laughs> Well, now, now because of this, this, this is enough for me to say, hey, this is pretty good. Again, if you want info on this, JLSC.com. All right, from what I'm understanding, till you're working with, you work with like the Black Eyed Peas. Who are some of the more known artists? Some of the more, uh, well, in Canada, we actually did some work with Most Def. We did some recordings for his recent album coming out. So we spent three weeks in Canada. He's shooting the movie up there. And we did some uh, work with him on his recent album. Is he a cool dude? He seems like a real cool, Ma- smart guy. Um, no, he's he's amazing. He's like, w- when you hear people say, are they for real? Like, Moses, 100%. Him and his crew, Mini, Prez, Cash, they're all so for real. Like, 
the kind of guys that if there's a party, like it ain't like okay, meet us there. Like all right, we'll be at the bus to pick you up type people. I mean, they're wow. they're, they're he's 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 one of the coolest people I've ever met. In my he's life. He's one of my favorite rappers, and he's a great actor too. I mean, he's got a lot going on. He's a talented cat. That's the thing. You like he 100%. He's so much character. Like you meet him in person and you start working with him. I mean. He's one of those guys you can tell is just just feeds for attention, but in the right way. You know, he's got a lot of good things to say, and I mean, it's, See, it's, we need, it's awesome. We need more cats like that as opposed to who I believe ruined the hip hop, Jay Z, <laughs> with his whole bit, and I think it's awful. And I think you need more cats like that who seem to be more genuine, real, have actual meaning behind what they're saying and doing. Well, to give you an example, of what he did, he um. The last day we were working, he actually was going to catch a flight to go back to New York, and we were working with some kids from a housing project in Canada. He called me on my phone and was like, you know, I'm going to try and make it. He canceled his flight, came down to the bus, did a song with the kids. And you can see all of our music videos you can see on our website. You can see him on the music video on our website. Canceled his flight, came to the bus, did a song with the kids, dropped down eight bars of singing, hung wow. out with the kids for the day, and caught a later flight out just so he could work with them. I mean, that's that's the kind of person he is. All right. And you can go to the website and see this video if you guys want. All right. All right. Here, again, here's the website. It is uh, JLSC, uh, as in cat, JLSC.com. All right. Now, uh, I also understand you work with the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, yeah, totally. Is Fergie as hot in person than she appears everywhere else? Yeah, I mean she's she's real hot in person. I mean she's amazingly beautiful in person, and she's 80 million times more beautiful right before she walks on stage, and she's dolled up, and you know, in her in her outfit. But yeah, right. she's she's also a cool chick too. I mean she's the kind of girl that you know will hang out with you, you know, before and after the show and record. I mean she's what's she smell like? I bet she smells really good. Just the like sweet, the sweetest perfume you can imagine. Yeah, brother. that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I when next time we talk to her, I want you to ask her what the perfume she is so that she wears. I'll go and I'll buy it. No problem. I'll man. put a little bit in my palm when I'm <laughs> home alone, and then I'll use my other palm for something else. <laughs> and just say, Fergie, I love you. Please love me back. As I wrote it all over, I love you. Have your hand over you like a gas mask. Um, there's, what, some, there's some hardworking dudes in the piece, man. Why well, you got your? Uh, yeah, they're another band that seems really, really cool. Some hardworking dudes. Well, Steve, man, I appreciate you swinging up here and uh, me, and getting this. Hey, the, this is like seriously one of the coolest things. I want a link for this on RealRadio.fm if you can. Uh, put that up there, Tommy ASAP. It's JLSC.com. And um, you got any stories about chunks uh, you want to share real fast? I mean, I know you guys hang out this a little bit, and we we've got a ton about him too. We've we've definitely tracked his uh, misdoings at the uh, at the bong up in Northern Virginia. See, I, I'm more concerned about what, what what's going to have to happen to poor chunks when I hear about this uh, fantasy football. He told me that you guys are going to get him for fantasy football, but he didn't tell me what the consequences were. What's yeah. going on with that? Coming up this hour, in fact, when we open up the doors in the hideout. It's uh, the Helmet of Pain. Oh, my God. He's going to do... Helmet of Pain. He's got two stunts that he has to do that we drew out of a hat. All of us have to do them uh, if we lose in fantasy football at the end of the weekend. Uh, he's backlogged on two, so the first one will be... <laughs> Rubbing his eyes. <laughs> well, the first one's going to be the self-inflicted rug burns. So he's going to have to slide across the rug and give himself a rug burn. On his knees. Second one will be the lemon eye drops. So how you, how do you execute that one, Chunks? Uh, I can do it uh, one of two ways. Are you drunking now? What was that? <laughs> I'm still in the one, one, uh, uh, hey. wow. I had something uh, uh, stuck uh, in my throat. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right. I know. Mo. I know. I, ah, it's too late. <laughs> Always. Dub so quick. One of two ways no. you can do it. You can drop the juice in my eye. I'm going to have gay sex with that. Or what I, <laughs> or what I can do. 
is um, I take the two lemon wedges and just jam them into my eye and kind of use it as a, a juicer. That's the way I'd prefer you to do it. Can one part like it? I would like him to uh, drip it and then jam it. You know, like just do one drip and then jam. I like that too. <laughs> we should have one person jam one in your eye, then you can do it to yourself and the, you know the right eye. And somebody do one, you know, have one of these guys do it to you in your left. That's what should happen. I like to do the opposite with Fergie: jam and then drip. <laughs> I'm a dirty slut. Well, that's just that's what I do. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back. Hey, how about this, uh, Steve? I don't know if you gotta take off or go, but we love to chat with you if you're on the road. Give us an update whenever you're back in Florida, wherever you happen to be. It's one second hand, baby. It's one second hand. I'll be back. I guarantee that. That's all. If you're ever on tour and you guys are bored and you're hanging around most, and be like, hey, I got this really cool show. They'd love to talk to you, man. That'd be cool too. I don't want to overstep any bounds, but something like that would be outstanding. Anybody man. we work with, man, we'll see what we can arrange. Uh, outstanding. J L S C dot com. The John Lennon Educational uh, Tour Bus. Uh, Steve Miller. Take a break. We'll come back. We open up the doors of the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. You bet. Friday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, and the heretics are here. They open door policy. I can tell the boys are feeling surly tonight. Yeah. <laughs> they brought their drinking shoes, I think. Um, for the next hour, you're welcome to hop into the hideout here at 2500 Maitland Center Parkway, uh, Maitland. Florida, fourth floor. Whenever you get here, just call Mikey Putin Appel and he'll come downstairs and let you in. Uh, J Dubs, we were just talking to Steve Miller from the uh, from the John Lennon tour. Uh, hold on a second. The John Lennon Educational Tour Bus, JLSC.com. He may have someone to uh, or a group that he'll want to look into. Maybe help them make a music video. Um, it's the seventh. What do they call themselves? The Seventh Floor Crew <laughs> for the third-ranked uh, Miami Hurricanes. They're the football players, right? They're uh, some of the crew. Yeah, apparently these cats live on the seventh floor of Mahoney Residence College. Uh, they're in Coral Gables, and they recorded a um, very vulgar song, which we have. Apparently, instead of talking about hard hits and touchdown passes. They have um, strong racial overtones and talk about multiple sex acts that are degrading to women. So it's not the Super Bowl shuffle we're talking about here. It's, not exactly. Uh, it's a nine-minute song. It's so profanity-filled and sexually explicit, according to the author of the article, it makes Two Life Crew sound like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. So we have it for you, okay? Well, it's we, beeped we out beeped a little it, bit. But, yeah. But we um we have a couple of the uh, the segments. So you cats uh will play. The, this is the seventh floor crew for the Miami Hurricanes uh, here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, we have we have the th- we have three clips from the nine minute song. Um, now, what is the, what is this first one? Is this the chorus or is this the beginning? It's the beginning, which is the main chorus eventually. All right, okay. let's, let's hear this one. Get in my- 
what? Is it a poop thing? What's your name? What you do? Oh my. How you do it? With your hands and a smile. True. If you only knew that your hoe was getting dug up by the whole seven flow crew, tell me what would you do? Would you cry like you a bitch or would you try to hate on me? Don't matter to me. That's why your ass stay low. Y'all stay. All right. So that's the first clip. <laughs> penalty. I'm sure the. I'm sure the NCAA is thrilled with this. Uh, I ain't the hit. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think it is right up there. It's not quite most deaf, but it's better than Jay Z as far as I'm concerned. All right, so it's nine minutes long. I guess that was the beginning part, and he got into the hook of the song, J Dubs. If you're home only now. Um, that's the other thing too. You didn't go to, but I was at Texas Tech University, and mm-hmm. I was in the dorm that had the athletes. And I can't tell you how many times I walked by the athletes' room on the way back and just heard chicks, like, screaming in ecstasy, just getting railed beyond all railed. We used to gather around the door to hear the way uh, that a lot of the athletes were uh, laying the pipe. My girlfriend's friend uh, banged two of the basketball players from Michigan State in a boiler room while they took turns eating nachos. Like, one would be banging her, and then the other one would be eating nachos, and then the other one would get hungry, go over, eat some nachos. And she was actually bragging about it. See, women are a lot easier. Horse. Well, not all of them, but there are some of those out there. They're all horse sometimes. I right, let me ask you, would you like to share with me a trick while we ate nachos? No. I, I'd watch just for the giggle effect and throw throw uh, wet nachos on your back and make them stick. You're so racist. That's not racist. All right, here's the nope. wrong one. Here's the uh, here's the seventh uh, floor crew. Again, University of Miami Hurricanes football team. Actually, I think, are they number three right now? They're ranked third right now, I guess, behind. I'll be honest. I want USC and Texas in the national championship game. I'm sorry. That just looks like it's going to be the best college football. That's going to be better than probably the Lions-Cowboys this weekend. Um, all right, here's another clip from, what's even the name of the song? I don't even know if they have a name of the song, but here's the here's more of this one. What's your name? What you do? I'm a plum. How you do it? I laid a pipe for that ass. If y'all hold a one, yeah. Then you would know, cause the bitch don't want you no more. She told you she met a guy who was nice and candid. I think they called him T. Good or the big man. Say he had a big, but I thought it was random. Then he put like the mat and told you Connor. Then he said, baby, that's not how it began. So then bad. he brought in all of his seven floor friends. She found out it was more than mine, just a football team. What? She also the seven floor king dingaling. She thought five two was just my number. Then she realized you multiply the bitch up, now you get my side. <laughs> <laughs> all right um he's all yeah he's awful that's probably tiny and he uh he's like i want to be on the album how much do you bench 500 pounds all right you're in and you could tell he can't rap you heard but he's him. funny you gotta I, give him that i guess i guess it was kind of funny <laughs> matt says that's the easy e of the group i don't know all right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four, and these are your Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, man, Matt Mateo. I actually have a couple friends that go to UM, and I was just talking to them on the way here, and they said the kid that posted it is one of those like fat geek kids that really had no friends. Put it on his website. ESPN got a hold of it, but today the dean pulled that kid into his office and said it'd be in your best interest to leave the University of Miami. 
Really? Yeah, or else he's they're afraid the football to... players will get to him. Oh, what do they care? They want the music out there. I would figure they want uh, Steve rolling up so they can make their free music video on the bus. Um, all right, let's go. Is this the final clip in it? Yeah. All right, here's the next clip from the uh, University of Miami 7th Floor crew. That is my favorite lick. That's a seventh floor crew. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, I almost want to hear that one again. Yeah, chunks. Uh, that stuff's pretty good, but I'm, I'm more prone to another up-and-coming artist. All right, what do you like? All right, this happens to be one of Chunk's favorite artists out there right now, Prussian Blue. It's their hit, Skinhead Boy, heard only in the Stop hideout. Chunks on Real Radio 104.1. Skinhead boy standing fast, not afraid to kick some ass. Just as bad as the uh, the Miami Hurricane players, though. I want to see a collaboration with the two. You want to beat mix them? Oh my god. Hey, where's that other song? There's another song we debuted last night. Oh yeah, hold on. This one could also be I say I I'm willing to throw this to Jimmy Jam and see what he can do. I like to see a little Jimmy Jam remix. Afghanistan, say goodbye, Taliban, free elections in Iraq, Saddam Hussein locked up. I'm a stand underground, I'm hiding now, it's finding out America won't turn and run once the fighting has begun. Libya turns over news, Lebanese won't freedom to Syria's worth the lead. Don't you know that all this man was was right? This is the worst one of all of them, I think. It's got the best melody. We're going to have to put out a little CD with all the hideout songs. Um, so there it is, your Miami Hurricanes and the up-and-coming uh, rap stars from the Seventh Floor crew. I like, You know what I'd like? And I'm serious about this. As I look around at the Heretics, I'd love uh, the Heretics to release something on Hideout Records. <laughs> I'd like to see Jimmy Jam uh, get together. I wonder... With Putin and Deuce Childerone, and maybe we were all recorded with Steve over there, and uh, just getting really something awful out there. Rap, are you thinking? Maybe some bluegrass? I don't know. Yeah, maybe Rap would probably be pretty fun. 
I like that. How about the idea of the heretics doing a hideout song? Just about what they do. Hanging out at Chick-fil-A, John's house, um, watching Zeppelin, getting to fights uh, with uh, Miss Cottontail. You know, just all the Lester, listening to Lester Big Hands talks about how he wants to rape somebody. Just all the fun stuff. Yeah, all the, uh, all the legal qu- things. All the quality things that go on with the heretics. All right, let's take a break. We'll take a break. we come back. Um, Chunks, are you ready for your first stunt in Helmet of Pain? Yeah, yeah, ready for it. You want to do the the hideout, uh, the uh, rug burns first? I have a feeling the lemon's gonna be pretty bad, so yeah, I'm All gonna right. do the rug burns. All right, where do you want to do? You want to just do it right behind me? Here's what I say you do. Yeah. How does he execute it, Dubs? Does I say he uh, runs and does like what the Saturday Night Fever? Yeah, like the kind of the uh, yeah, just slides on his knees. Hmm. I, I, you know what we can just? I think that's kind of funny too. Like uh, we just have him shirtless, laying down on his stomach, and the heretics drag him around. Yeah. Uh, that's where it's at. Down the hallway. Yeah. All right. All right. Really? <laughs> that's not the chunks. It, chunks, it's up. It's listen to the heretics. Six of these boys go crazy. Chunks? Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> Why not? Can I have it on my back though? <laughs> Do you ask all the dudes that? Yeah, isolate it. Isolate that one. Um, all right. All right, hold on. Would you rather? Do you rather go on your back? If I could. Because I know how fast they're gonna drag me. All right, you want to do it out here in the hall? <laughs> if he does that on his, on his stomach, he could like rip his nipples right off. Could you really rip a nipple off? I don't know. Hopefully. Oh, uh, you know, here's what I think we ought to do. Be honest with you. How about we clear off that side of the room? Mm-hmm. Have everyone pile over there. And you can drag him from uh, right around here, like in a big L. So okay. What you can do is like grab him by his hands, drag him that way, and drag him by his feet back that way. Okay, I like that. So he makes a lap. So we drag him one way by his hands, and then one way by his feet. You guys are all sick. No, that's your buddy Steve who just suggested that. We'll t- he take he fits right in. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get your idea when we come back, uh, Misfit Matt. It's a Hideout Row Radio, 104.1. Me hinde. Do this damn thing. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Friday night. Open door policy, J-Dubs. Remember, go see Russ at Latitudes this evening. Partying hard downtown Church Street. Russ from the Monsters in the Morning. Can I have it on my back? Oh, boy, Charles. Mo. Um, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 and your singular wireless phones. All right, Tommy, or not Tommy, but uh, Matt Albert sent me a far, very, very funny thing. It's a blog, so it's a hard thing to give out, but it's the fir- it's the first annual MySpace Stupid Haircut Awards. And you know you see all those asses on MySpace with just really the dumb emo haircuts? Mm-hmm. It goes through and it has them. Then he's matched them up with their Marvel superhero alter ego. <laughs> and so it's like them with Rhino. It's really one of the funniest things you've ever seen. I almost want to post it on the website so everybody can go see it. It's really, really funny. Like someone looking like Silhouette, someone looking like American Eagle, uh, Apocalypse. No, it's like dudes and chicks, Wolverine. I'm going to send this to you, Tommy. I want to put, I want you to put this up on the website. This is hilarious. Um... So anyway, it's time, uh, speaking of the website, realradio.fm and the hideout page, it's time for Chunks to pay off his first stunt in the Helmet of Pain. Helmet of Pain. He lost uh, two consecutive weekends 
What happened too, Chunks? I mean, you're not the radio bottom anymore. You're the executive producer, but did you just decide you wanted to mess yourself up and go off and stunt? What happened? Uh, I have a crappy team. And uh, who was your big star of the team? Uh, I want to go with Byron Leftwich. That's your big star? <laughs> That's your stud? Oh, no, I got Chad Johnson, too. Wow. Yeah, those two. Well, you, you, well, who would you pick in the first round? Uh, Culpepper? Yes. <laughs> How'd that go for you? One week? Yeah, I know. One week was great. And also, who was the other one? Oh, McNabb is out. Yeah, that's not mine. That's Putin. Holmes is out. Um, Deuce McAllister is out. A lot Owens. of big names. Daryl Jackson, my wide receiver, has been out the majority of the year. He may be coming back soon. Owens, you're right. This actually really sucks when you think about it. It's a horrible football. fantasy football year. Um, and especially for chunks the last two weeks. All right, so in the Helmet of Pain, we had the stunt that was going to be done was the self-inflicted rug burn. However, Dubs decided to pull in a little uh, caveat in which the Chunks takes off his shirt. So that's the first punishment for us. And then he will be dragged across the studio on his back. He pulls up his shorts like it's a girdle just to hold his sides in. <laughs> you can turn the lights up. Yeah, turn them up a little bit. There you go. <laughs> you seriously? You have the oddest body on earth. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Jimmy Jim said he looks like Mr. Potato Head. What? What is that shape? There is something. Look at how smooth it is. Like right up here for some reason. It's something very odd. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a Marvel Alter Ego for that one. Um, all right, Chunks, I know Brian from Spectrum Fitness. You're doing the super slow. You just got started with it this week. I hate you. He's going to have to perform miracles because... Good done, man. Good is done. I'm going to be buff. <laughs> I mean, he's got, like, womanly curves... There, uh, yeah, maybe that's where you should work out. Curves. There's an hourglass there. Yeah. There is. There's, there's an, an hour. Hourglass. There's hour a and a half. <laughs> <laughs> an hour and a half. <laughs> Jimmy Jam. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, Chunks, you're gonna start off on one side of the room, and who's gonna drag you across? A misfit mat? Outstanding. You get to do that, my friend. Now, should we have two people? Uh, pull them on the uh, the arms and. Uh, all right. Here's the thing. Do not yank his arms out of the socket. Yeah, his shoulder, his shoulder out of the socket. I'm begging of you. All right, if you want to do it, um, fake Hefe, also known as Jose. Yeah, that's that's your new name, fake Hefe, or not Hefe, or wannabe Hefe. Well, I like not Hefe because he can introduce himself as I'm not Hefe. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. That's your name. Okay. No, you're not Hefe. I'm not Hefe. All right, now chunks. All right, actually start all the way on this side and then pull them to uh yeah, to the booth. Put your feet on the door. For those of you listening at home, from left to right in your radio dial. All right, so chunks has his um has his hands out. And you know what's funny too? Whenever you lay on your back, you tend to slim out like your gut. Not him. Look at what's going on there. It's like it's still like. Bubbly. I'm working on it. <laughs> All right, boys, drag him across his back. Uh, three. All right, stand up. Let me see your back. 
Now, here's the thing. There can, I didn't even think about this. There could be rogue staples or tacks. I didn't even think about that. How is it feeling, Chunks? Chunks, stand up real quick. Dude, you got to go back, too, by the feet. You know what? Just lay back and let them grab you on the feet and yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. All right, this is the one where, in case it dug in one way, now it's going to dig back in the other way. And most of his back is going to be against the ground. Right, are you ready? No false counts, dude. Come on. <laughs> one, two, three. Oh! <laughs> chunks, chunks, chunks. God. Two humongous burns directly across the middle of his back. Oh my God! That is—it's like someone got a cigar. A huge cigar. Oh, dude. That is. Uh, all right, let's go to Steve uh, Chunks' buddy from the bunk. Hold on one second, Steve. Hold, uh, every, hey, everybody, calm down. Everybody, calm down. All right, Chick-fil-A John says there's a toenail that was caught on there. <laughs> a toenail? I don't want to hold it. Don't hold it, Dubs. Oh, that's not a toenail. That's a piece of a, like a, uh, like a sunflower seed or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, oops. All right, Chunks, talk to us, dude. That's no good. Was that maybe the most painful stunt you've done so far? That's damn close. That's... You weren't, you weren't too worried about that one either. No, I know. That was the one you said, eh, that's not a problem. Yeah, that's because it was going to be self-inflicted. I was going to have two nuts dragging me across the room. <laughs> oh, it stings so bad. Can I have you, it on my back? Usually it's two nuts and four of them you're crawling across the room. It, can I have it on my back? Now, uh, instead of putting the stuff in the uh, lemon in his eyes, should we put it in the burn? Yeah. <laughs> it is his call. He's not the radio bottom anymore. It's up to you, Chunks. Why not? It can't get any worse feeling. Here's the thing, though. I've never seen anybody put lemons in their eye. How about instead of he gives one lemon in one eye, and then the other one goes in the worst wound? Okay. Does that sound fair, Chunks? Yeah, that's fine. I'll even rub the lemon on my back. I'll rub it all over it if you want. Oh, man, I just got a shiver. Yeah, Jimmy Jam. Why don't you do like a little toss-up where you get it and you like mix it up? And we got enough suggestions. Uh, let's just get on with the stunt. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. I say he does it in the back first <laughs> and then the eye. <laughs> Can I have it on my back? All right, stop begging. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. The Heretics are here. It's the Friday Night Open Door Policy. And Chunks is paying off his uh, RealRadio.fm Hideout Fantasy Football 
uh, Helmet of Pain stunts. The first one you just did was... I thought it was going to be the weaker of the two, J-Dubs. Now, now, Chunks, come here real quick. He did the uh, rug burns. He was dragged across the studio floor twice by um, Not Hefe and M- Misfit Matt. I- I'm wondering what uh, what made the burn worse, the pulling by the legs or pulling by the arms? I think it was probably going back over, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, the, being pulled by the arms. And he has the, uh, the mother of all strawberries. That's what we call them in baseball. When you slide and you get that, we call it a strawberry. And it is nasty. You know, and O-Rage brings up a great point. It's going to suck the most when on Tuesday and you finally shower, <laughs> it's going to really burn uh, when you get in there with that. Can't wait. <laughs> Um, maybe Tommy should be there to document that. Now, he still has one more stunt left in the Helmet of Pain, which is uh, dripping lemon juice into his eye, and he said he would also put it on his back. Now, his, his buddy Steve Miller was here from the John Lennon Educational Tour Bus, the JLSC.com. That's JLSC.com. He's going to be the... He's a buddy of his from Northern Virginia, and he's going to rub the... Um, the lemon juice into the strawberries on his back, and then Chunks will put it in his eye. Um, before we get to that, though, I do want to thank um, John and Brian from Panera. Yeah. They brought up some badass pastries. I know we give out the Panera gift cards all the time, and I love Panera, but uh, the pastries, I hadn't really had a whole lot no. of pastries. And, man, that was good. I got one of those, I guess, t- cherry strudels. or It's got, like, real cherries on it. It was so good. So thank you to you guys, and I know all the heretics definitely enjoyed the... Uh, it was a mad dash for the green room. I know. I didn't tell anybody what was going on, because I knew. Tommy sent it to me on the SMS message. So I, brother ran, up. I ran in first to get my pick. <laughs> Sorry. You tell me, you say, hey, Dubs, I need to talk to you real quick. Yeah, I know. My bad. I didn't. I just forgot about it. Um, all right, here we go. Chunks, take your shirt off again and punish us one more time. And by the way, Chick-fil-A John, who's just the best, he's the new... He's the photo historian of the hideout. Matt Albert is the technical hideout historian because he knows everything about this show, stuff that we don't even know. But um, you are the official photo documentarian, I guess you would say, Chick-fil-A John. He always has all the pictures. The majority of the stuff you see on RealRadio.fm is thanks to him as far as the pictures go. And then Tommy blacking out the eyes. All right. I say you rub it in your back first. Yeah. Back first. All right. So now your buddy Steve wants to do it. So Steve, come on up. And, um, hey, Chunks, do you want to lie down or just bend over? Just bend over. Oh, God, no more. Mo. And there's your boy Steve. And, no, then just bend over the console. There you go. Oh. Do you want a bite of stick or a pillow? Are you ready? Now, ah! Rub it in. Ah! Hold on, dude. He's got to put it in there. You can't sit there screaming, Chunks. Oh <laughs> All right, now, this isn't... Now, here's the thing. Chunks is, Chunks is the executive producer of The Hideout. He's not the radio bottom anymore. But this is, this is for losing the helmet of pain. Dude. Helmet of pain. you got to calm down. Eye, 
All right, hold on. He still got to put it in his eye. That's a good point. <laughs> What's wrong? Hey, didn't Putin smack you on the back too? Yeah. <laughs> Putin, why would you, why would you uh, smack chunks on the back? Uh, I'm someone impulsive. All right, <laughs> uh, get over here, chunks. I'm not gonna hit any more, hit you or anything. That's for the radio bottom. They're not the radio bottom anymore. But yeah. All right, let me see it real fast. You can stand over there. I just want to oh, see it. Oh, that looks irritated. Right, it looks yeah even worse now. Oh man, it's like it's gr like bubbling up the way your tattoo did, Doug. Mm -hmm. You see that? I right, get over here and talk to me. Doing all that moaning. How about McNabb, man? <laughs> yeah, how that how's that cold pepper pick going for you? Dude, is where does that rank as far as the worst the pain worst. you've ever had? That's the worst. Even hold on a second. Even I do you remember the icy hot and uh, hot sauce enema? Is this worse than that? It's probably equal. It's exactly, it's awful. Except I, except the other one was on your balls, this is on your back. When he put the lemon in, it seriously felt like somebody was digging in my skin four inches. It just felt like it just... Is that how big in. you are? <laughs> Alright, you want to take a break and do it in your eye? You need a break before we do it in the eye? Because we got one more break, don't we? Alright, let's take a break then. We'll come back and Chunks will put it in his eye. <laughs> what color is his eyes? Yeah. Brown. Mo. Chunks' brown eye will get violated next. It's the Hideout, Row Radio, 104.1. You got a cheesesteak? Let me work it. Wrapping up the week in the Hideout on Row Radio, 104.1. Al Jafe and J-Dubs coming down the home stretch. Thank you to all you guys for coming in for the open-door policy of the Heretics. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You guys make the show. Chick-fil-A, John, of course, providing the um, meal. and uh, Also taking the pictures. Yeah, John and Brian from Panera uh, providing the fresh refreshments. And uh, that was the, uh, the the dessert, if you would. Very, very good stuff. We thank you guys. Uh, Chunks paying off the helmet of pain. Again, you can keep up with the Hideout Fantasy Football League on RealRadio.fm. I'm glued to that all weekend long, Dubs. As soon as I get back from baseball, I have to see how it's going. And... I, uh, I'm not going to lie, and I hope it doesn't jinx me, although it probably will now. I'm not talking. See, when we first did the league last year in D.C., like for the, it was like, hey, we're going to talk trash. and really, be But it was like the first four weeks, whoever talked the most trash ended up having to stunt. Yeah, uh, I had to uh, go against the guy we thought had the weakest team, Mantan. He, uh, he ended up like... Uh, he has like four tight ends. Yeah, he he drafted four <laughs> tight ends. Seriously, he's a great guy, but not very good at fantasy football. He ended up, uh, I think, taking the lead once. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but this guy, but I mean, so it was a whole thing of we used to run trash and have fun with it, and then it became this karma bit of this is no good. So we we lost it. We stopped talking trash to each other for the fear of it coming back to bite us in the ass. Or tear up our back with having to do the stunt. Yeah, because the first week the guy, one guy scored like 120 points, and he's like, "I guarantee you, I'll never have to stunt." Then he lost the next two weeks, and then he lost overall. Yeah, and had to do the stunt medley because whoever gets the fewest points at the end of the weekend does the helmet of pain stunt. Whoever loses for the entire year the fewest points, um, 
has to do a medley of all the stunts. Right in a row. So who is that right now, uh, Bateman? Who's losing? Um, check that out for us while Chunks... I think it's Tuttle, actually. And Tuttle's only had to do one stunt so far. That's the ironic thing about it. Tuttle has stunted once. Drunky has stunted once. Yeah. Tuttle's last place. Drunky's second to last. By how many points? Does it look... Do we, does Tuttle's got 829. Drunky's got 844. And who's in third? Or uh, third last? Third to last would be Chunks with 857. Okay, so one of those three cats, it's beginning to shape up as we come down the home stretch. It looks like me and Deuce Chill are probably safe from the end of it all, but... Uh, Barring some sort of... Uh, yeah, just catastrophic uh, drama. But you've already, Jinx, Jinx. you've already lost T.O. and Randy Moss, too. I got Randy Moss back, though, now. So, anyway... So this is why we do all of it. Again, go to Real Radio, uh, actually realradio.fm, and uh, check it out on the Hideout page. I believe the link's right underneath Brian Peppers, or is it right above Brian Peppers? I believe it's right above Brian right, Peppers. Right above Brian Peppers. The wonderful Brian Peppers. All right, here we go. Um, chunks, time for the final payoff. The, um, the lemon, and you're going to squeeze it into your eyes. Jam it in. You're just gonna jab oh. it in. Oh. I want to see it Hold your eye open. Squeeze. Are you really? I oh, dude, this is. It's like that can't be good. It hurts. I've done it before. You did it on the monsters. You did it on the monsters, didn't you? Yeah. You did it on the monsters, and I remember Russ and Daniel saying, like, begging you to quit or to stop, right? Yeah. Or was that the time you stapled yourself at Miss Monster? I did the staples and the um. And the lemon, because I was gonna hold it in longer. Ew. Russ is, I think, he's just yelling at me. Stop! I'm glad that you give the best stunts to the monsters. Yeah. You know, we we get we're getting the sloppy seconds from our own stunt man. All right, here we go, chunks. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, stick it in there, dude. Right now. Yeah. Go. Mo. Get in there, man. That's nothing. Tip your head back. Tip your head back. Tip your head back. Lay down. Lay down. Put it in there. Let me see it, dude. Why are you screaming? It's just a fruit. Just moan. Is it a fruit or a vegetable? What, chunks or uh, the, the lemon? Yeah, he's a fruit, you're right. It's soon to be a vegetable if he doesn't calm down the stunts. Alright, stand up. Oh wow, look at the eye, I didn't realize it's all burning. Right, now eat the lemon. Oh, that's probably going to be the worst one of them all. Sir, what are you doing? Let me see it. <laughs> wow. All right, Trunks is our designated driver, too. All right, put it in one more for good measure. Come on. Ah! You don't have to, but it'd be nice. Just yeah, to show, it'd be nice to uh, just be somebody. Just to be somebody and show the heretics that you love them. Are you somebody, Chunks? Chunks. 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 Then you got to be somebody. Other eye. He's going for the other eye. Alright, calm down. We're trying to end the show here. Uh, 
Tonight, go see Russ from the Monsters in the Morning at Latitudes, 33 West Church Street, downtown Orlando. What's wrong? Tomorrow, wah, wah, wah. SBK Live from 7 to 10. Tomorrow night. And then Monday, Monsters in the Morning, Shannon Burke, Middays, Phillips File in the Afternoon with a hideout. Chunks, are you hurting over there? Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Right, Heretics? Yeah! Be somebody and always talk good. Stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Radio Roadblock. Chuck Jock.